Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, say, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. Ninjabling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to ninjabling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Today's Rich Show podcast is brought to you by Jameson Cask Mates, IPA and Stout Edition. Try them both and get your drinking buddies together with a beer and a shot. Jameson Cask Mates. Rizzuto. Rizzuto. Rizzuto? government? Yeah, thinking about maybe speaking at a city council meeting or, I don't know, running for alderman. I was going to run for mayor of Eureka if the internet would just shut down. Maybe uh, subdivision captain, I don't know. That's a Hall monitor. Why? Are you, are you thinking about this? I don't know. Some really? of these city council meetings uh, seem awesome. Yeah. You have my vote. Well, thanks, Scott. Yeah. You're welcome. Thank you, Scott. Now you just got to move to where he is. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, you know, and the and the research we do for the show. Yes, we do research and prep. That does happen. You know, I always see videos of these rowdy city council meetings. I'm like, boy, that looks fun. If you can maybe make them a little earlier in the evening, these things go till usually what nine thirty, ten o'clock, past my bedtime. <laughs> But maybe I'd consider going. Like, for example. Alderman Rizzuto's having his meetings at 11.30 a.m. <laughs> at his house. <laughs> at his house, yeah. No, for example, there was uh, a city council meeting in Lawrence, Kansas. Lovely Lawrence, Kansas. Isn't, the, uh, isn't there a college there? Yes. The Jayhawks. There is a yeah. Jayhawk college there, yes. Isn't there a tiny college, community college over there in yeah. Lawrence? Yeah. A little bitty one. It's Actually, cute. if you're a local, you call it Larry. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Larry, yep, Larry. Larry That's a new one. That is awesome. Cool. 
So there's a city council meeting in Larry, Kansas, and a gentleman stands up with a proposal, which, don't jump to conclusions, may be a good idea. So I propose this. The city allows for licensed masseurs to give genital massages if the masseur and the client both agree to it. We let someone get naked and have every other part of their body touched and rubbed by a massage therapist. That would truly be a happy ending for everyone. Uh-huh. Thank you. <laughs> please, please wow. tell me there's video of this. Uh, wow. yeah. so, what, does this guy look exactly, exactly like he sounds? Like he sounds. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, this guy is proposing Oof. to legalize happy endings. I think he's going to be first in line as soon as it's legal. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Come on, it's a victimless crime. Yeah, That's sure what he's saying. Is. <laughs> So they voted That's in? That's exactly what I expected this guy to look like. Squirrely, Even though I, I did expect glasses. Yeah, I, expected I expected glasses. glasses and a bowl cut or something. Squirrely guy, right? That'd be, that'd be a way to describe him. Mm-hmm. Almost like uh, the brother in Napoleon Dynamite without the glasses. <laughs> Kip without the glasses. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is- wow. Let's listen to the way he puts it. So I propose this. The city allows for licensed masseurs to give genital massages if the masseur and the client both agree to it. Masseur. Is that a... Is that a gentleman massage therapist? Or is that a non-gender specific? It's probably a non-gender term for it. Oh, man. He's got jean shorts. He's got high Damn socks. Damn right he does. He's got the uh, your dad's grass-cutting New Balances on. Mm-hmm. That's his uh, going out to the city council outfit. (laughs) Masseur, a person, especially a man, who provides massages professionally. Yeah, huh. So he's specifically calling out male, the the males in the industry. So I propose this. The city allows for licensed masseurs to give genital massages if the masseur and the client both agree to it. We let uh-huh. someone get naked and, and have every other part of their body touched and rubbed yeah. by a massage therapist. Well, it's, that's the while you're there law. Uh, hey, while you're there. Have you seen the video of this yet? <laughs> yeah. So Wil, Wil, uh, Wilford Brimley in the background there, as soon as he goes, genital massages, this old guy in the background puts his head down and goes, oh, boy. He just starts laughing and does the head shake like, oh, no, you got to be kidding me. Oh, oh, my God. He's really going to bring this up. Oh, my God. Uh, Seth is back. <laughs> can, can, uh, no, can you imagine? Looks, I don't know why. It looks like a Seth. His, Seth. Name, is, his name is Chris. His name's Chris. I don't know that. But can you imagine you're sitting there and you're like, all right, we really need to, you're, you're in the crowd there and you go, all right, man, we really need to get this ordinance for this fence. I really want to build a fence. And I, I just got to make sure that we, okay, we got our, everything set to, here's our index cards, our proposal. Ah, oh, there's Chris. I haven't seen him in a while. And then he goes, I want to legalize no, 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 genital massages. You're like, what the hell? Chris is at every meeting. Chris brings this up at every meeting. Like, okay, now we're going to take comments from the floor. Anybody? Anybody but Chris, I see your hand. Anybody else but Chris? Uh, Anybody? Anybody out there? Uh, Any issues at all? Anybody. Chris? Any. Ah, damn, Chris. All right, come on, Chris. Again. So I proposed this. <laughs> what what if it's what if it's every week he shows up or every month or whatever? But it's a different type of thing like this. So next week he shows up and he's like, I propose this. 
When I see a lady in a bra on the side of the street, I can give her $10. She could get in my car. We could go home and have relations, and that be okay. <laughs> well, this seems to She's be the only way this guy's anyway. going to get anything. Oh, you got that right. <laughs> Maybe he feels guilty going to these types of establishments, and he wants to... Uh... He wants to get it all yeah. on the books. Everybody, everybody, everything's on the up and up. Just wants to do this with a clear sure. conscience. Sure. Yeah, this is the guy that already goes there. He's already doing already, this. Already client. But he just heard that the shop down the street got busted. Mm-hmm. And he's like. And he's worried. I it's could get in trouble and, and mom could disconnect my internet. Uh-huh. My name is in that file. I believe this thing was voted down. Aww. <laughs> But that's local government for you right there. I actually just looked it up, and he is part of a morning radio show and <laughs> lost a contest to propose that. <laughs> oh, my God. What the hell is wrong with you? You just, you, that Don't do is that hilarious. Stuff. Sorry. Don't bring up ideas. But you have to go to a random <laughs> town council meeting. And come up with something silly. Like, you have to propose that you believe that it should be right to use grass as currency. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Or anytime anybody counts in public, like you have to go, to, one, uh, ha, ha, ha. Back to a wampum as uh <laughs> That reminds me of, currency. you know that show in Practical <laughs> Jokers? Yeah. One of the punishments was one of the guys had to go to a city council meeting and propose his idea for a redevelopment of a city park to turn it into a city park for old folks. And it was just like a bunch of like things that old people could do just like wheelchair rides and <laughs> <laughs> there was like a vending machine that served nothing but mashed foods and it was ridiculous but he had to go in front he of had to go the... in front of the board and, and do the whole proposal oh, that's hilarious this guy unbelievable boy somebody said that he sounds like the i know it kid from the from the spelling bee <laughs> Kabara Goya. Kabara Goya. I know it. I know it. I t- this could be him all grown up. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever happened to this guy? So I propose this. The city allows for license. Wow, could be that is Chris. Uh, that's crazy. Could be him. Kabara Goya. Kabara Goya. I know it. I know it. I totally. That's him a little older. So I propose this. The city allows. It's him. We got wow. guys. We got a match. Yes. <laughs> we got a match. <laughs> so that's what he's been doing <laughs> ever since he messed up Kabara Goya. Just, just relaxing. Which Kabara Goya is Greek for happy endings. Oh, I didn't, I didn't, yeah. Oh, uh-huh. wow. Wow. full circle. Interesting. Uh-huh. Can't beat that's that. That's right. So he reads his proposal. He, and can you use that in a sentence, please? <laughs> when he when he reads his proposal, he reads it and then he goes, "Thank you," and walks away. And you know how sometimes they usually like look down, and I can imagine they go like, "All right, all in favor, yay! All right, all in favor, okay, all right, uh, it passes." I can already see they cut the camera cuts off like uh-huh. the video feed, but I guarantee they go, "All right, thank you, Chris." No, next. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even take a vote. Thank you, Chris, very much. Nope. Uh, next. I propose that we legalize Cabarro Goyas. <laughs> license, license, <laughs> license, Cabar- <laughs> license, Cabarro Goyas. <laughs> hey, speaking of uh, real or fake, brought that up. We will uh, officially unveil the punishment today. 
for the new contest. So we'll let you know what that's going to be. In fact, we'll still take some of your uh, last-minute votes on our Twitter poll we got going on. At R-I-Z-Z Show, there is uh, two options. There is a, a week with Carl, and there is going full Robin Williams. Hmm. And Jum- all the, Jumanji Robin Jumanji Williams. Or Fisher King, if, yeah. you've, if you've seen that movie. That's no joke. <laughs> that's, that's a good one. By the way, on that Twitter poll, there's only 14 minutes left. Yeah, it's a non-binding vote, though. Non-binding results. Yeah, but it does mean something. It right does. now, one is, well, technically 4% in front of the other. So I understand. Is, well, well, we'll take it into advisement. Yeah, it's a nearly 50-50 split, though. So if you're going to vote, do it now. 14 minutes. So we'll officially unveil the punishment today as we begin round number one in the competition. 1057thepoint.com. Slash cans. Jeff, let's get to uh, some emails. Certainly, sir. Yeah, uh, this is Katie. Hey, guys, uh, we just got Lions Choice in O'Fallon, Illinois, and I'm going to really? go. first time, huh? Congratulations. I, I guess so. I'm going to go for the first time this week, but I want my experience to be as fantastic as Moon says it is. What should I get? You know what? That, that, that makes sense now because O'Fallon, Illinois is the only location they're going to start serving breakfast. Yes. I, saw a, I saw like a banner ad or something. Yep. What oh, the hell? Oh, that's, that's the headline. Lion's what? Choice to start testing breakfast menu. And it's going to happen only at the Lion's Choice in O'Fallon, Illinois. It starts today. Wow. 450 Regency Park Drive. They will start serving breakfast Tuesday, July 10th, today, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. And they're talking uh, hot breakfast sandwiches. Steak and egg flatbread sandwich, ham and egg flatbread sandwich, a Florentine egg sandwich, a sausage egg muffin sandwich, and I guess they've partnered with uh, Caldi's Coffee. And I guess they're going to have a unique morning brew specific to the Lion's Choice. And several varieties of uh, fire pot nomadic teas will also be available. Ooh, those are awesome. When we went up to the Caldi building last year, we saw how that stuff is made. Yeah, my buddy John does all the teas, teas there. Terrific. Terrific. Awesome. Yeah, that was, that was very interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, all right, that makes sense. They probably, it's the newest line's choice. They probably have it outfitted specifically to do both breakfast and the other meals. I wonder what time they're going to open now. Because I, I, I think as of now, it's like 10 a.m. Well, 6 a.m. Oh, you did say that? 6 a.m. Oh, okay. to 10 a.m. Okay. They're going to do the breakfast thing. Gotcha. All right. All right, so if she's going to Lion's Choice for the first time, Moon, um, what does she order? If you don't have any uh, dietary restrictions or you know preferences, if you like cheese on, on, on your meal, I would go a regular roast beef and cheddar meal, mm-hmm. seasoning on the side that you would want to sprinkle on your fries if you're a salty fries kind of gal or guy. And then I prefer the unsweetened tea, but you can go for uh, whatever drink you want and... Uh, if you also like, you know, like a gravy type of thing, get a little au jus on the side. Yeah, see, I would say the same thing. Uh, you go with what they're known for. If you're going to a place for the first time, you go with what they're known for. Yeah, but after that, give yourself a turkey and pepper jack sandwich and give mm-hmm. give that a try. The ham and, and, and cheddar is phenomenal. Plus, the chili and the soups, the cream of broccoli and the chili are, I mean, you can't, you can't go wrong with those. So I do that kind of food. I do fast food so infrequently 
that when I go to a place like Lion's Choice, I go with the old standbys. Mm. I know I'm going to like it. I know if I go to Lion's Choice, I get the roast beef with the with the cheddar. I know I'm going to love it. No questions. No questions. Everything's good. I do the Swiss. And it was, as far as the spices or what is it called? It's not spice seasoning. What, the seasoning. The little cup of seasoning yep. they give you. I do uh, dip the tip in uh, ketchup and then into that. Oh, nice. And it's it's pretty good that way. <laughs> you do a, you do a tip tip. I do a tip tip. <laughs> I do a double tip tip. I do Ooh, I look. go ketchup and then the seasoning. Ketchup and seasoning. That's a lot of that's a lot of seasoning per bite. It's good. Yeah, that's I mean it's, ba- it's it's that's why I do just the tip. Yeah. <laughs> do you catch up first, then tip? Yes. Dip? Yeah, okay. because the seasonings will adhesive. Adhesive, yes. Well, that for, makes sense. For my fries, if I'm eating in, I'll get the big au jus cup and, oh, yeah, and put the, the ketchup or barbecue key. sauce in there and then put the seasoning in there, use a fry to mix it in so I don't have to season the fry. Listen, later on, interesting. later on, we got some we got some big time food news for you. All right. There's such a style to it all. In fact, today, you get yourself some free Chick-fil-A. I'll let you know how. Look at right. that. Hey. Mm-hmm. And the top fast food and full service restaurants, according to Consumer Satisfaction. Here comes the debate. It's not fast comes. food. Yes, it is. No, it's not. That's not well, a fast food And I'll play. tell you how they describe <laughs> fast food and fast casual. All right, next. Uh, the wife and I, and I'm a male, he says, uh, took our two-year-old to the zoo over the weekend. Stopped at the goats so the son could pet them. And, by the way, you didn't say, it's like a zoo in here, and send us a sure. video. You want me to just throw this away? <laughs> <Or do you still? laughs> uh, so the kid, the son, who's two years old, took a brush out of the bucket and started petting the goats with it. After a while, I he think was... somebody went to Grant's farm, by the way. Mm. Uh, after like after a while, he was just walking around with the brush in his hand and going up to goats occasionally and petting with his hand, but not the brush. So in other words, you got a two-year-old kid walking around by the goats, not using the brush that he's holding in his hand. And are you picturing this, by the way? And I'm sure this is Grant's farm. That's I mean, he like. says the zoo, and there is a there is There's a, a petting there is a petting zoo. zoo there. Yeah, there's a little there area goats. with goats and stuff. Oh, yeah. there are goats there. Yeah, so, yeah. You've never been in the children's zoo. I think it's free if you uh, if you go before eleven. Yeah, okay. It is a good time with the kids, so probably. Well, I'm you've thinking never been of Grant's there. Farm. <laughs> I've been to petting zoo with the kids. I'm thinking Grant's Farm because they got the big area with the goats. Yeah, zoo's got the exact same. Oh, thing. It does yeah, okay. same deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, his kid, after a little while, two years old, was walking around just with the brush in his hand and petting the goats with his other hand. So a mom took the brush away from this guy's son and gave it to her kid because quote he wasn't using it unquote. Uh, this guy's son, being the chilled kid that he is, moved on, didn't really care. Without skipping a beat, our emailer says, so I guess we're just taking things from kids now. <laughs> Tony, did that's you write the, this? That's a Tony Patrico way of doing yeah. things. Uh, says uh, He said it so loud that the mom looked offended and a bunch of people started staring and looking at them. And he says, looking back at it, I probably didn't need to do that. The wife mentioned that if the kid didn't care... He shouldn't care. And even if they did care, the well, kid also, did care. There was plenty of other brushes. It also depends on how the mom took the brush from the kid. Okay, you just answered the question then. There were plenty of other brushes. Yeah, right? that was unnecessary to take it from the kid. Yeah, agreed. And he, are you imagining like a little two-year-old kind of waddling around? Uh-huh. He's just got it in his hand because somebody put it in his yeah. hand. I've I've become less passive aggressive and more aggressive lately, and and not yeah, like I think you went the wrong direction. Huh? <laughs> and not and not like you know in in a mean, no that's the right direction in a mean violent way. But but if that well, you are carrying a saber with you, now, if that situation happened to me, 
it wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have been. A, I guess we're just taking brushes for kids. It would have been. You got to be kidding me with this. Are you really? That's still passive aggressive. No, it's not because I'm saying it sure right it to him. I'm saying it right to him. If I say it to the woman, you got to be kidding me with but this. But you're not looking for an engagement. Yes, I am. That is a hundred percent. When you direct your comment at somebody and make if I if I look at her well, and I go, you got to be kidding me. Why? Do you, what are you? What are you saving the world? Like, do you think that's going to change this human being? Maybe. Somebody no, just took you, something you, you from are, my kid. I don't care delusional. if it's... Are you kidding me? You think, you think being aggressive to somebody in public that is doing something rude yeah, it'll is it'll make you think change? about it. It'll make... It, listen to the person as a soul or any conscious whatsoever. But they're like... They're, they're pretty solidified by the time they're an adult doing something rude. You, adults change. Ah, I'm, I'm waiting for that. Uh, okay. <laughs> adults change. Uh, I've seen it here and there, but I don't think they change from somebody. Uh, uh, Swimming uh, into the aggressive territory is not a bad thing. It's called not being a pushover. Oh, that's that. That is you cannot hide behind that silly veil. Not being a pushover gives me uh, a right to be aggressive to well, somebody in public. It depends on the it depends on the circumstances. They were aggressive enough to come up to my child and take something away. I think you're painting a picture that I don't think this cat is actually describing here. Obviously, it bothered him. Obviously, this it, woman came up and make, took the brush from his just kid. Because somebody's bothered doesn't mean they're they're right or reading the situation correctly. And I'm not saying that he's not. I'm just saying like, don't don't assume that this chick came over and knocked a two year old over and said, "Give me that." Well, yeah, I didn't say that. <laughs> Even if she just walks up and goes and takes it from his hand. No, no, no. If you want that brush, yeah. you come up to me and you say, hey, is he done with that brush? Because my son liked to use yeah. it. Well, yeah, maybe, no problem. I mean, I just, yeah, I it could have been, been maybe the, the, the woman got down on the kids' level and said, hey, are you using that? Yeah. Could little Sally use it? See, that's if that was the case, thing. if that was the case, then that's not an issue to me yeah, because she asked thing. to use the brush, took it and gave. But it says, no, grabbed it from my child's hand. There's a time to be aggressive and there's a time to not be aggressive. Oh, sure. Yeah, I agree. But I think you guys are a little bit liberal on the time to be aggressive. I, I think taking taking it's the circumstantial. I didn't say I didn't say all the time. I think taking the responsibility of of. Uh, of uh, teaching lessons to adults across the planet is is a is a bit much of a responsibility, and I would rather just focus well, on listen. making sure my children are raised and seeing scenarios and going ah you know what nobody's saying chuck a Molotov cocktail through this chick's window <laughs> that's how Tony because how are you going to get one into the zoo I'm first telling of you all. that's how Tony feels there when ways. he goes passive aggressive uh, like, he, he wants there a bottle to hit him in the face <laughs> next. <laughs> Uh, this is from Nate. Hey, weird. I was talking about the Wi-Fi enabled units for the thermostat. We were talking I was just about talking that to my wife day. about that last night. You guys going for it? I'm thinking the Nest. Yeah, I had one in in the, that rental house that we had, and it was awesome. You know, it was uh, we're laying in bed, and she goes, "I'd you turn the uh, the air conditioner up a little bit?" I said, uh, "I don't know." And she's like, "Ah, oh, I guess I'm gonna get up and go check." <laughs> <laughs> now that's passive aggressive. I said. And I said, man, if we had one of those Nest things, it'd be right on the phone. Yeah. And you could maybe set a time, and it goes on and off. And yeah, that's what, that's, what, that's what we got. It's something that you, she has on her phone. Is it the Nest? Oh, I have no idea. It was something that somebody installed. Yeah, there's like three big A client installed a uh, long time ago. Mm -hmm. And it's fantastic. I mean, for that particular reason, if nothing else, or if she's somewhere else and she can just, I don't have right. an iPhone, I don't really give a crap, but she can control it that way. Anyway, Wi-Fi enabled units for the thermostat if you want a cheaper uh, alternative that works just as well. This one's called the Ecobee, E-C-O-B-E-E. -E -E. The power company will sometimes run rebates for them as well, which oh. that's pretty smart. I like them because they have sensors for multiple rooms to be more effective. I keep my house at 77, but then again, I'm cheap. 
and that's neat. Well, that must be one of the top ones because I'm reading an article that says the top five thermostats for 2018. And then there's also a whole bunch of articles uh, from May till now from 2018 saying Nest versus Ecobee. And it gives you the uh, pros and cons. Really? And it it is significantly cheaper. The Ecobee? So let's just say Nest... Learning thermostat, third generation, the copper color. There's two of them because you need the mm-hmm. dual. It'll cost you four forty eight. Oh, four dollars forty eight cents. Well, so not that. Ecobee yeah. Light Smart Wi Fi Thermostat Bundle, which includes uh, two of the things and two sensors for rooms, two thirty three. Okay, here's huh. here's here's the Nest versus Ecobee at a glance. Category cost winner tie. Category energy savings benefit. Nest wins. Looks, Nest wins. Thermostat adjustment, Ecobee wins. Compatibility with other home energy devices, tie. Voice assistant connectivity, Ecobee wins. Overall winner, Ecobee wins. Wow. There you go. Okay. Says this one on the tip there, Nate. Says Says digitaltrends.com. Okay. Which is a subsidiary of the Ecobee company. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, go there for all my thermostat you know, like, news. It's like remember there, remember there was that story of uh, yeah, eating pasta is actually good for you. Yeah, <laughs> from the Barilla company. Yeah, Barilla. So awesome, <laughs> so <Yeah>. incredible. <laughs> Listening to the point is good for your health. Brought to you by the Rizzuto Show. <laughs> the uh, the next Riz Show real or fake punishment um, poll, the Twitter poll we had up, is officially closed in twenty seconds. Okay, well. That's it. Results later on. Oh, and and Chuck on Twitter says that the Ecobee is um, compatible with the Alexa. Oh, wow. Oh, that's cool. That's I mean, I know the Nest is. Oh, it is too? No, yeah, I'm so, out. So, so you would be able to go, Alexa, turn the upstairs to 68 degrees. And it'll, and it'll go, okay. Hmm. Any friend of Alexa is not a friend of mine. I got the, uh, the, uh, the Amazon uh, Echo. The, the Echo Show with the screen That's on it. That's the one. Okay, with the screen. It's on. great. Yeah. Love it. I know Dick Cheney's listening to everything I'm saying. <laughs> he's filling us all in. You know uh, that, right? He's at a server, uh, server farm in Omaha. <laughs> but I go, Alexa, play, um, you know, play the point, and it'll, it'll turn on the radio station. It's pretty sweet. I could say, Alexa, play the Riz Show, and it turns on the Riz Show po- uh, podcast. Like twenty thousand people listening right now, going, "Will you shut up?" No, I'm. I'm <laughs> my, my machine keeps. All these Alexas are going crazy. I have to. I have to try and film my dad sometime <laughs> with with Alexa, especially in his in his natural surrounding at home. He sits there and he goes, "Cause his is Echo, so you guys say Echo." His he goes, "Echo, what's the weather?" And that's what's the weather, and Echo will go. I'm not quite sure what you asked me. My dad goes, you bitch. <laughs> and he starts cursing at this thing and start going crazy. Well, I'm going to really piss people off. Alexa, turn temperature up to 80 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's hot in here. And now, here is today's Mattress Direct Team Riz member of the day. All right. Uh, today's Team Riz member of the day brought to you by Mattress Direct is Derek Wilson from Honolulu, Hawaii. Yeah! Thursday there, isn't it, or something? <laughs> uh, he is a loyal podcast weirdo stationed in Hawaii. Thank you for your service, Derek. He's listened for years. He's even got his wife to listen, and she loves the show as well. And I think we've had e- we've had emails from Derek. Yeah, oh, absolutely have, for sure. 
His favorite segment is the uh, Friday Fail Stories because there's nothing like laughing at other people's pain. <laughs> I feel the same way, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> he loves when St. Louis Pawpaw comes in every Thursday. And uh, he can't wait to rock that soccer jersey on the beaches and mountains here in Hawaii. Well, thank you, Derek. Thank you for being the Team Riz member of the day. Thank you for your service. It's a super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up, 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. That's our second Team Riz member from Hawaii. Oh, you guys should meet up. Start a club. Start a Honolulu chapter. For Team Riz. Thank you. Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. All right, news after the break. Oh, including news on the loop trolley. Yeah. Uh-huh. There's news. <laughs> All right, welcome back. Our phone number, 314-969-DUDE, 314-969-333. Cameras in chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz on the socials at R-I-Z-Z Show. Your emails, Show at 1057thepoint.com. Breaking news, CBS is reporting that the entire Thai soccer team and the coach have been rescued. Wow. That is awesome. So it took them, what, two days? Two days to get them out. Did they start, like, they like they, they started full-blown rescue operations yesterday, right? Like, full-blown? Yeah, blown. I think Sunday or Sunday or Monday. Yeah, that's when it went from searching to rescuing, right? Yeah. Again, if you look at some of those diagrams of where the rescuers had to go to get these kids out, yeah, and even how they were found, two and a half miles inside this cave, it wasn't there, didn't I see video of when they were actually seen for the first time? Oh, yeah. just like, oh, oh my gosh, there they are. Mm-hmm. It was a to- almost a surprise. Yeah, who called dibs on the movie rights? Mm-hmm. Who's got it already? Yeah, oh, Lionsgate, for sure. Once once they got... <laughs> once they totally got, a Lionsgate thing, man. Once the coach got brought out, because you know he was probably last, once the coach gets brought out, they, they immediately sat down at a table and they went... Let's go, guys. Let's start thinking titles. Let's start thinking titles. Yeah. Locked in a cave. Soccer in a cave. Come on, guys. Oh, the rescue. One Ooh. goal. One goal. Oh, that's it. Ooh. That's the title. One goal. Yes. <laughs> I got to mail that to yes. myself so it's trademarked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now now there are questions. First off, how'd y'all get in there? Right. What'd you do while you were in there? How'd you spend your time? And if you had to, which one of them would be the first to be eaten? Mm-hmm. That's right. You, you didn't read what they were. They did a lot of cards with uh, cards against humanity. Uh-huh. <laughs> I heard they were playing Xbox One. Caught up on Orange is the New Black. Uh-huh. Which is That's good. right. <laughs> That's great news. That is fantastic. What are they, like 13? Is that what you said? 11, 11 to 13? Yeah. The kids. Like there were 90, I guess 90 rescuers. Wow. From around the world. A lot of heroes to get these kids out. All right, let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by Club Fitness. So let's do the uh, local stuff first here. Last Friday, six people were sent to the hospital, including two police officers, after being at Roxy's on the east side. Now, when I say after being there, not just going and hanging out. 
Apparently, they all came in contact with some kind of substance, and that substance was tested, and it came up fentanyl. Substance, they all came in contact, tested positive as fentanyl. 15 people in all were exposed. That stuff is 50 times more deadly than heroin. My gosh. Two officers, a bartender, two guests, and an uh, EMT worker taken to the hospital. The person using the fentanyl was in critical condition. Everyone everyone else who was exposed has been released from the hospital. Now, when it comes to this fentanyl stuff, the equivalent of a few grains of salt can be fatal. And the amount of fentanyl at the Roxy's on Friday was less than five grams, about the equivalent of two sugar packets. And that sent... All those people to the hospital. I have a zillion questions. Go ahead. I'll see what I can answer for you. What's their fentanyl doing there? Like, what What are they... What Somebody are they... was doing it. Okay. It seemed like one person was doing it, and I don't know how the other people came in contact with it. I can imagine the EMT worker trying to so, administer whatever. I wonder if it gets in the air. So, so here's my other question. How do you do fentanyl? Do you snort it? I... Thank you, snorting. Okay, yeah. I don't, I, these are these are legit so, questions. I, 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 very I, very legit. I think, there are, I yeah. think there are a couple ways. If it's a powder, then you know the guy went hurt you, and it just went <laughs> all over the place. Yeah, he tra- he probably scar faced it, and then all uh-huh. of a sudden it's 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 in the well, air. Two, again, two sugar packets full of the stuff, so less than five grams. So I'm assuming the EMT worker, as they were administering uh, administering aid. Probably the police officers. I mean, you could touch the stuff and and you could overdose. I don't know. I don't know. But the stuff is insane. Yeah, it is. Just reading the stuff and then you go, okay, yeah, let's go ahead and just put this in my body. Yeah. I don't get it. Uh, Apparently, people are concerned about crime. And that's why people aren't riding the metro system in the St. Louis region. I know, guys. What? What? I know. know. Shocking. I I am shocked. (laughs) (laughs) Channel 4 had a story about uh, how two of Metro's top officials are leaving. And people are demanding changes because numbers, as far as riders, are way down. Remember earlier this year, Metro commissioned a study on security. And I guess they're not finished with the study yet. But uh, in just four years, rides on Metro have dropped by 21%. Wow. There have been millions, millions fewer fares with across-the-board decreases in rides on the bus and on the train on both sides of the river. So now they're trying to figure out what to do. Boy, I don't know. Make it safer? I think that's number one. Yeah. But that's the $2 question. How do you do that? Remember they were talking about turnstiles? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. What will happen to that? Yeah. I I still just, to me, and again, and I know that you talked about in New York how that works, but I just can't see it preventing anything here. Well, if you got to pay... If you got to pay before you, you get on, before or else the turnstile doesn't or turn, or get into the the terminal. I mean, I know that there are there are criminals 
that would like to rob people that are willing to pay the dollar twenty-five to get on the platform to steal someone's eight hundred dollar iPhone. Sure. But maybe it'll make somebody think twice. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. Maybe the restrictions of having to jump over, uh, you know, a bunch of turnstiles or something. I think the number one thing is you get more, more security. Yeah, because you could also number one. You'd also see someone jumping over, so they notify security instantly. Like, hey, there's a bad guy. Uh huh. More cameras. I don't. I don't have the answers. I mean, I totally get it. I mean, it's it's better than nothing. You know, it's at least a step in the right direction to try and prevent the crime from happening. But rides have dropped twenty one percent. I I know I know people that have have stopped taking Metrolink. I mean, they say, oh, if, if it's a day game, I'll take Metrolink and head on down there. But if it's a night game, I'm driving because of crime. Because of crime. Because of crime. Because I mean, of stories maybe, that pop up that like maybe it's maybe you know we're to blame. It's media driven. Uh, of course. I mean, you know, you don't talk about the the. 25 rides you in know, a row next time that the King guy Scott has gone. takes a ride of the Metro, I'm going to report on you taking a successful ride. Thank you. I just did, <laughs> I guess it was about a month ago or so, Did you and go it was from successful. Here? Did you go from here to the stadium? Look at you. Yes. Well done. Successful Thank ride. You. A success story coming out of Metro. Yes. Look at that. I safely rode you. Took a seat. Tell me about it. Oh, it was wonderful. <laughs> it was quite a lovely experience now that you asked. You know, I... Speaking of the Metro, I'm, I think they should definitely not build a soccer st- stadium and expand that. That'll help yeah, increase I think, the, we, I think we need some more stops. Yeah. yeah. Give the criminals, you know, more to choose from. <laughs> now, when I moved to St. Louis 15 years ago, I took the Metro Link every day to work. Every day. I lived in the West End. Walked from my apartment in the West End to the, uh, to the stop at Barnes. Mm-hmm. Hopped on the Metro Link. And took it to Union Station every single day. I would do every it today. Day. And I remember my first thoughts were, man, this place is clean. It runs smoothly. Air conditioned, nice. Nice. And then I think progressively, it, I, I don't know, with, with, uh, with more crime downtown, I, I don't know, it just it just became... Less, I, I felt less safe and less safe as yeah. time went on. I always said that if it was came out to, to E-Town, I would take it in for sure. Definitely explore that. But my first impressions were, wow, this I could throw my food on the floor and eat it off the floor. Right. So clean compared to other cities and their, and their trains. It's a, it's a nice system. How long ago was that? 13 years 15 ago? Years 15 ago. years ago. 15 years ago. It's a nice system they have oh how old is it yeah. oh is it 20 years old now ish i don't know because i'm trying to think if it was shiny and clean and everything because it wasn't all that old at the time that you're talking about no it came in the early 90s, 90s right yeah like right around 94 93 1992 92 yeah. okay no that is not correct that's, i was gonna no. say that's not correct is it you wanted to say the wrong <laughs> Your first. I was talking about the Metrolink at San Francisco, of course. Yeah. Oh, that's what I, yeah. my guess would have been. For 1994. That. Nice. Thank you. Well done. Thank you. Yeah, I, saying, I took it in high school. Well, I remember being over at the casino across the river when Metrolink shut down for the evening. Me and the girl <laughs> that I was with came out of the casino and just standing there waiting for Metrolink. This old couple came and said, you know, that stopped like three hours ago. Mm-hmm. Oh crap! They gave us a ride back over. And I think there are a number nice. of factors that are that are killing ridership. 
uh, Uber and Lyft. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's yeah. Uh, two things right there. I think also people are not going because they're not allowed to conceal carry on there. Hmm. That could be a deterrent, too. Yeah. I don't know. I've never thought of that. You're um, not allowed to carry on the train. Yeah, I, but I don't think... You're not, but maybe somebody else is. I don't know either. Maybe that is a factor. Maybe it's not. I don't know. Spitballing here. Yeah. I mean, but if, but less if, and less if, people are coming downtown, too. You know what? If if, if there's going to be no security on there, got to secure myself. True. I don't know what to do. The downside is, is that there's some people like my folks that when they hear the word Metrolink, all they think about is that guy that had those three kids jump them. Mm, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. immediately all they think about. They, they don't think about the fact of how convenient it is to get to North County to downtown for two bucks or whatever yeah. it is. They that's don't think cheap. about that. I mean, uh, they don't. All they think about is I'm going to be sitting there and have three random guys punch me in the face. That's what they think. You know what is new? The loop trolley. Who yeah. is raise your hand? It is raise so your new. hand if you can't wait to ride the loop trolley. Everybody's it, hand is up. Bad news, fellas. The launch has been pushed back yet again. What? Uh huh. The trolley launch in the loop has been pushed back again. All I know, and Jeff can back me up on this, you don't know the jubilation that I had. While doing the Riz walk, and we walked through Del Mar, and the trolley was trucking down the road. Oh, yeah, they're doing test runs. With a big sign on the side that said testing. And the <laughs> best. That, oh, yeah, I pointed at it. If you watch the video, I was pointing at it the whole time. The best thing about that trolley is the fact that, and Jeff pointed this out, so it pulls up to the end of, of Del Mar running, and there was nobody in it. Mm mm. It's just sitting there all by itself. I'm talking about driver, passengers, nobody. We could have we could have been proud owners of the new trolley. Yeah. Well, where are you gonna take it? I don't know, but we could have. <laughs> it just have. runs on tracks. It's pretty easy to track down. Uh, well, last fall was supposed to start, and last winter, and then this spring, and then this month, and now maybe, maybe next month, maybe. Apparently, they're ready to go though. They're just waiting for approval. Ticket kiosks are, are installed, waiting to go online. Uh, uh, the two trolley cars are in the station on uh, on Del Mar. I think there's a third one still being still being uh, uh, created, and and I think they make those in Iowa. Hmm. These trolley cars. Hmm. Every bit of signage, every safety reflector, and every section of the track, which is 2.2 miles, has to get approval from both the Missouri Department of Transportation, and the Federal Transportation Administration. I think they're just waiting on all that stuff. And a loop trolley official said the system was expected to begin operations on a Thursday morning in August or September. Of 2028. (laughs) We know it's going to be a Thursday. For a while, I didn't know if we were going to move to the new building or if the trolley was going to go off first. I'm not, I wasn't sure which one. I saw this story last night, and they were saying that the, I guess the uh, on the federal level, they are almost apologizing with their statement, but they're also saying, "Look, man, there's every single inch of this track needs to be right for everybody's safety. So we're not just going to throw it out there because it's you know been a while." 
Yeah. Which makes sense because, of course, if you get if something happens, everybody's going to sue everybody. Yeah, of course. There's a lot of regulations. A lot yeah. of red tape, guys. Sure. A lot of red tape. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel so bad for, for Joe Edwards, who's the guy that's kind of spearheading this whole thing. Yeah, they call him the unofficial mayor of the loop. Right. And he, you know, he owns Delmar Hall and the pageant and Blueberry Hill and the Moonrise Hotel and the bowling alley there. And he's the one behind the trolley. And right. he is on TV all the time when one of these setbacks comes on looking devastated. Yeah. This is his baby. Yep. You That's a great her. point. Ticket key asks, for what? You gotta buy a ticket. This thing costs money? What do you think this is out of the kindness of Joe's heart? I thought they were gonna get some sort of funding or donation. No. To hell with that. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. oh, man. Huh. Let's just call Joe and shut it down. Okay. Not, not invited to the ribbon cutting? I will uh, not be there. I think that is silly. For real? For real. It's a great Deal, man. I mean, if I want to go from Salt and Smoke to Delmar Hall, you either walk or park uh, one of the directions. Hop it on the trolley. I guess somebody doesn't like progress. I think it's... I have not been behind the trolley since day one, and I will not go and stoop to your level and jump on this trolley. Literally, I'm but, jumping on the train. But you got to remember, there is free parking down there, so to get a cheap ride down to the pageant isn't a bad deal this looks like it's i'm trying to click on the website but it says it's two dollars for a two-hour fare and then five dollars for an dot 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 what's that say right there riz what does it say the loop trolley home loop trolley.com let's click it website doesn't work okay they're waiting for approval we're starting we're starting right (laughs) has anybody seen the video and this truly sucks and this video is this video has gone viral did you hear about the lamborghini that burned up at the gas station in kirkwood yeah. Oh my God. I thought it was two. Well, there was a Ferrari. Oh yeah, that's right. And a Lamborghini. The the Ferrari is okay. The Lamborghini, which is I think two hundred seventy thousand dollars, not so much. And there's video, and and it's making its rounds. Two guys, one in a Ferrari, and one in a Lamborghini, pulled into a gas station to fill up. This was the mobile on Manchester and Guyer in Kirkwood. Saturday around 8 o'clock. So on the other side of the gas pump was a minivan. Talk about yin and yang. Mm, yeah. You have $275,000 sweet-ass blue Lamborghini and minivan. <laughs> Opposite ends of the spectrum. Oh, yeah. So the minivan driver... Pulls away with the pump still in the tank. And you know they have the, it's a safety release. So just in case that happens, which which happens more, more often than we think. Mm-hmm. If you ask anybody that's worked at a gas station. But still gas is in the hose. Right. Good point. So the pump shuts off, yes. It's not like when you pull the, it's not like when you pull the hose off the, off the pump. Gas spills everywhere. Yeah, it's a safety shutoff, but there's still gas in the hose. So you could see clearly, minivan pulls away, pump, still in the gas tank, gas sprays. Gas sprays onto the Lamborghini with a hot-ass engine. Lamborghini goes up in flames. That sucks. Yeah. Wow. Bye-bye car. Mm-hmm. And Kirkwood police... 
they have uh, deemed the incident an accident, which it was. Man, oh, man. The photo. Is just heartbreaking. I mean, it's down to the skeleton. Yeah, it looks like a movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's down to the skeleton of the car. It's literally just the frame. And do you know why there's video and pictures of this? Is because people were taking pictures of the two sweet ass cars mm. that were at the gas station. When it all happened, the Ferrari and the Lamborghini. Have you ever seen a vehicle after it was burned? Like, like the, I mean, just completely oh, yeah. burned. I'm, I'm sure. Oh my god! I mean, the steering wheel. There was just the one I saw. It was just a, you know, just the metal part of the steering wheel left. Just everything metal. That's all there mm-hmm. was. And that was just a little. You know, 80-something pickup truck. If I happened to be at the gas station, I'd be out there taking a picture, too. Like, holy cow, look, a Ferrari and a Lamborghini. Uh, wow, look at that minivan. <laughs> <laughs> You're a huge minivan a, fan. What is that, a Windstar? <laughs> <laughs> minivan, minifan. Sweet. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, St. Louis's Mall's Barbecue Sauce, back in stores today. Sweet. Wow. Remember back in January, the uh, the Lewis Mall company announced they were no longer filling orders? Kind of all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. It's kind of shut down. They were in business for 120 years. Well, the company was sold to an investment firm, and they got the business back to full-scale production. Good. So you got Kansas City and That's Sweet awesome. Mall back at Schnooks and Deerberg's today. And the sauce is still being made at their plant on uh, North Market Street. Oh, good. So That's a nice story. That is. Now screw it up with the next story. Here we go. You ready? <laughs> gotcha. Uh, there is a study, a study on saying that that a problem coming nationwide with a doctor uh, doctor shortage is going to really hurt women's health. And of course, St. Louis is one of the top ten cities that will be impacted. So there will be a shortage of obstetricians and gynecologists by 2020. And it will continue to get worse through 2025 uh, through uh, 2050. And the study is saying that the average age of practicing OBGYNs is older than other medical specialties and OBGYNs tend to retire earlier. And here's another thing, more women are getting into the medical field and then many take a break from practicing to start families hmm. and some don't go back. Also, OBGYNs have a high burnout rate, second only to emergency room doctors. And there's a reason for that. You can only stare at those things for so many years, you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) I'm willing to take the chance. (laughs) Well, Jeff's been practicing amateur style at home. He's got his own. I'm an FBI. He's got the female body inspector. He's got the table with the stirrups in his garage. (laughs) (laughs) I bought it used. So, and here's what one doctor says. There are a lot of split-second decisions that are made, and if you have a bad outcome from a mother or a baby, it weighs very heavily personally on a physician. So they're like, I can't do this anymore. I can't imagine going off of that. I can't imagine what their insurance is like, too, like malpractice insurance or something. You know what I mean? Because we're such a – everybody sues everybody. Litigious. Litigious, thank you. I think there's there's an overall protection for doctors. You think so? I can't imagine the stress. Like, you know – Second only to emergency room doctors. And and just the – you know, you have to tell a woman – that the happiest moment of her life 
is essentially now over if, if yeah. a complication arises. Yeah, that's a great you know, point. I mean, you you have to say this woman has come to see you for four months and has been so excited about this baby, and now you have to deliver this yeah. horrendous, <laughs> life destroying news. You know, uh, to be a doctor, I guess you have to have uh, some kind <clears throat> of callus. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've I've had the same uh, stomach doctor for twenty years now. And not too a couple maybe five years ago I saw her at like a Costco or something, and I didn't say hello to her. And the next time I was in the office, I said, "Oh, I was going to say hello." And she goes, "You should because when you're here, you're a number. Outside of here, you're Jeff." Yeah, yeah, because because she has to put that wall up. You have to have a wall up, but but you're still a human, and it affects you. Yeah. Right now everything's okay, uh, but it's coming, and like SLU, they're targeting. Potential candidates who are who are from or have a connection to the Midwest who will hopefully choose to stay in the area after they complete their residencies. Hmm. About wow, that bad. So huh? it's going to be a big problem come uh, come twenty twenty and and up to twenty fifty. Wow. And uh, finally, locally, O'Fallon Park, which is in uh, North City, and we've had stories out of O'Fallon Park. Nothing ever good. Yeah, unfortunately, O'Fallon Park is one of the most talked about parks on this show, and it's not for Never its for greenery like, or yeah. its community events. Well, O'Fallon Park in North City looks like a war zone, and those are not my words. The, that's what, what an alderman, John Collins Muhammad of War 21, that's what he's saying, and that's his zone. And he said over the course of this past weekend, he said the park was completely trashed. And it's something that keeps happening over and over again. Empty beer bottles, used plastic cups, broken glass, cigarette butts, trash everywhere, including inside the park's lake. That's too bad. And, he, and the alderman says it's not just about the garbage, it's about the crime, too. And the alderman says, I'm going to shut this park down. But he, he, he doesn't have that authority, according to the city charter. You can't just, an alderman can't just shut down a park. Well, if he can't shut it down, that's fine, but at least this should get the conversation going. Well, and that's what he's trying to do. And only police or the park commissioner could shut down a park in the interest of public safety. Where the hell's the park commissioner? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What's that guy doing? Getting robbed? He's not commissioned many parks. He was riding the Metrolink and nobody's seen him. Last thing we heard, he was going to a Cardinals game. I don't right know what happened. He was taking the Metrolink to the to the to, to the loop to go ride the trolley. <laughs> no, I don't know where he is. He's standing at the kiosk, going, "This costs money." Is this offline? <laughs> <laughs> it's offline still. First line. I thought this was supposed to be open last Thursday. No, a Thursday. All right, that's the uh, local stuff. The Rizzuto Show: Traffic and Weather. More news after the break. All good stuff, by the way, guys. All good stuff. You got that, sure. <laughs> so don't forget, we will reveal the new punishment for a real or fake in about an hour. About an hour from now. New cans are up there if you want to check them out. 1057thepoint.com slash cans. Get involved. Play with us, won't you? Come on, play the game. Come on, play the game. Nobody gets hurt. Everybody has fun. Boy, this is uh, terrifying, just continuing on with news. Police in Connecticut are investigating after a razor blade was found stuck in the handle of a shopping cart. 
This is at a Walmart on Sunday. And a woman cut her finger. And if you see pictures of this, you see the razor blade just wedged kind of under the handle. You'd never know. Never. You would never know. Now, when you say a razor blade, are you meaning an old school razor blade? And I'll explain that. Okay. The, the woman went to, went to the doctor to get her cut looked at. I think she's going to be all right. But it was a surgical razor, usually used for taking out stitches. Ooh. And there's a couple reasons why that little fact is disturbing. One, how did somebody get their hands on that kind of razor? And two, is there contamination? HIV, hepatitis. Jeff, look at this thing. You would never know. No. And it's huge. I mean, it really is. Wow. Yeah, and, and listen, you, we all have been to grocery stores. doesn't have to be a Walmart, but you just grab the shopping cart. Not you don't anymore. Look. Not anymore. Well, I know. Do you guys, uh, do you guys use the... Uh, if it's available. The wipes? Yeah. If oh, it's absolutely. available. I don't. I, I do every time. I never even thought about it. If oh, it's you, available. Really? Yeah. That's I'll right do it. We'll wipe you got, down. You got to remember that type of stuff never comes to my mind. Like when I go into a hotel room, I go into a hotel room and I immediately lay down and I like, I don't, I don't think about putting the remote in a bag and ripping the cover off and doing all this. I, I, well, it doesn't bother me. That I don't care. I have to live with that. I have to live with that kind of burden. Mm-hmm. These are things I think about. But cops are looking at surveillance video inside and outside the Walmart to see if they could uh, find any clues, figure out who did this. That's just a monster. Somebody just put it there just for giggles. It doesn't look like it was accidental. It looks like it was done on purpose. Yeah, I don't understand how that could be accidental. I don't know. I I really don't get it. Well, you see, I saw, I I remembered I had a a surgical razor in my pocket. One million shots. (laughs) So I was like, where should I put this? Oh, I know. I'll just put it right underneath the shopping cart until I leave. And I forgot. Forgot it was there. Yeah. A Starbucks is pledging to do something to help save the environment. They announced they, uh, they plan to completely eliminate plastic straws from their stores by 2020. And as an alternative, the company announced that they're going to roll out new lids designed for cold drinks. And the new design looks a lot like the tops used on uh, hot beverages. I actually saw this over the weekend. I stopped at a uh, at a Starbucks. So oh, they, they have them already? Yeah, they plan on completely eliminating the straws by 2020, but so is it a, some of these some of these stores are already using these new lids. So does the is it so is it like a cup and then where the mouth hole is it comes up a little bit more? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. okay, that's what I was envisioning. Oh, you know what? It that's almost looks idea. like a sippy cup. Okay. It looks almost like a sippy cup with a smaller kind of spout. Okay. And Starbucks says if you really want a straw, they plan to offer straws made of, uh, quote, alternative methods. It's alternative materials. It really, truly does look like a sippy cup. I mean, that's what that is. And the announcement comes on on the heels of a decision made in Seattle, which is their hometown, Starbucks hometown to completely ban plastic straws and utensils from all eateries as a means to help battle the growing crisis of plastic pollution in the oceans. I think this is not a terrible thing. Oh, I think it's a great idea. Somebody was at my house. Oh, it was over 4th of July. And they asked for a straw. My wife uses uh, metal straws. Mm -hmm. Have you seen those? Yeah, I've seen you use them. I've seen you bring them in. Yeah. 
My wife uses the same thing. The metal metal straws. In her Yeti cups, they said they have these metal straws that she uses. She also oh, has those hard plastic ones yeah, too. She, yeah. She also has rubber straws yeah, too. Yeah, we, oh, we yeah, have rubber straws rubber too. Ones. I don't even know about that. I'm not a straw. You guy, throw them but... in the dishwasher. Huh. Yep. You rinse them out. Uh, on Friday, a judge rules uh, ruled that the members of the first cannabis church cannot smoke pot for religious use in Indiana, where marijuana is illegal. Hmm. I think we had this story when they first brought it to, to to the courts. I remember this. But the judge says, quote, the undisputed evidence demonstrates that permitting a religious exemption to laws to prohibit the use and possession of marijuana would hinder drug enforcement efforts statewide and negatively impact public health and safety. I think that's a... Okay, that's that's legalese. Yeah. Let's be honest. These people just wanted to smoke pot. Let's be honest. We could also be honest and say most of the men's clubs at Catholic churches are nothing but guys getting together and getting hammered and playing cards. Sure. Same thing. Same thing. Yeah. But Except that's... one's legal and one's But that's right. legal. Right. Exactly. This is... These people just want to get together and smoke pot. Right. And then I know what we could do. I guess somebody in the group was a lawyer. I know what we can do. We'll take it to, you know, we'll we'll take it up to the Supreme Court if we have to. Let's labor ourselves a church, want to? And for its part, the church plans to appeal the ruling. Shocking. <laughs> uh, anybody skeptical of uh, sex addiction? Yes and no. I think there's such a thing as sex addiction. I think there is, but I think it's also one of the things that people uh, say oh, as an excuse. As an, as, an, as an excuse. You know, somebody gets caught stepping out on their spouse and they go, it's sex addiction. Well, yeah. I mean, you could say that about a lot of things. Yeah. But, but like, I also oh, think I, there I, is know, for I'm, real sex I'm addiction. I'm screwing up a job because I'm, uh, I'm an alcoholic, so right. you, can't, you can't fire Right. Me. Yeah. Right. The human brain works as if, I mean, but the way the human brain works, you can be addicted to... Anything. Anything. Yeah, people are skeptical about, quote-unquote, sex addiction. Um, The World Health Organization just classified sex addiction as a mental disorder for the first time ever in its international classification of diseases. And according to one psychiatrist, it affects up to 6% of adults. And the official description of sex addiction is, quote, a persistent failure to control intense, repetitive sexual impulses or urges resulting in repetitive sexual behavior and where sex becomes the, quote, central focus of your life at the expense of your health and responsibilities. And this is the second new high-profile controversial addiction that the World Health Organization has started recognizing this year. Remember last month? It also classified video game addiction as a mental disorder. Yeah, I remember that. The the story with the kid that isn't anything that 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 you can't control impulsively and takes control of your life is an addiction. Yeah, I mean, look at the the TV show My Strange Addiction. If yeah. you can be uh, addicted to eating paper towels, you can be addicted to sex. If it's taking away from other aspects of your life, when you can't function on a normal basis, yeah. That's if when it, it becomes takes an addiction. Away from your focus on work and family and your life, and you can't do anything else but you focus in on this, it's an addiction. Yeah. 
I mean, I mean, what was the stat? We had it. It was a long time ago, but like, it was a majority of Americans are addicted to their phones. No, and I'm I think not, all all of us in this room were were under the guidelines of being no, addicted not, to the phone. I'm not saying that there's no self responsibility here. Like, if you cannot possibly control yourself, I guess. But where does that line, where, you know, self-responsibility and addiction, where's the line? Is it I think maybe that's the when, argument. when you recognize that you have the addiction, you do something about it? Is that where the line is or not? I, I think or people, if you're addicted, can you do something about it on your own? I don't know. Maybe you, you're waiting for help. Well, I say, I'm not a doctor, so I can't, mm-hmm. I can't figure that line out. I, I know my own personal, my own personal lines when it comes to certain things. I guess that's where the argument comes in. Where does personal responsibility come in, and where is it an addiction? Right, I agree with that. Why does it have to be classified in anything? You know, you can't control yourself watching porn all the time. Just stop watching porn. And there are people that can't. I guess right. It comes from the part that you just said you that's can't the control. Part. Yeah. My whole thing is there'll be people that argue go, ah, this is sex addiction. It's just you have no self-control. Keep it in your pants. And that person yelling at you about that is smoking a cigarette. Yeah. (laughs) They smoke a pack of cigarettes a day, but Uh, they're telling me. And then goes home and and drinks a six pack of, you know, every night. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I could stop smoking anytime. Can you? Sure. Back in May, police in Miami pulled over a woman named uh, Liz Mixel Batista. It's a hell of a name. We'll call her Liz, okay? So police in Miami pulled over Liz Batista and her husband, Ross Cates. That's R-A-S, Cates. And cops say they smelled pot in the car. And a search turned up six guns. A couple big bottles of what cops uh, thought was codeine cough syrup and the capper almost 20 grand in cash in Liz's purse. Are we talking about scissorp? That's what they're saying. So they found cash, guns, codeine, and a small pot in the car. Man, slam dunk. And at at the time, cops were all over the news bragging about their big bust. Major bust. Even a local news station ran a an exclusive story about the, quote, arsenal of weapons and illegal drugs and cash. Here's the thing. Prosecutors wind up dropping all charges against the two. Again, cops were on TV bragging about the big bust they made. Here's what happened. Body cam footage showed police didn't have permission to search the couple's trunk. Oh, great. And the guns were all legally owned. The husband had a concealed carry license. And no testing had been done on the suspected codeine. But what about the cash, guys? Well, ha- explain 20 grand in cash. You have guns. You have what maybe could be drugs in the car. What about the cash in the purse? 20 grand is a lot for somebody to just be carrying around. Right. Liz is a stripper. She's a stripper at a place called the Cheetah Gentleman's Club. And the cops were insisting it was dope money. And a judge agreed with the couple's lawyer who argued that the money had glitter on it. Glitter on it from her significant cash tips. 
and the judge ordered the cash to be returned. And the police department's going to have to pay three grand in legal fees, too, for the couple. Damn. Talk about a botched case. Yikes. And uh, finally, in your news, pretending to be rich uh, sounds like it was uh, a lot cooler and easier back in the 90s. There's a new study out from the National Bureau of Economic Research that found the products and brands that are the best indicators that someone's rich. In other words, and I apologize if this sounds like a logic puzzle, having these things doesn't necessarily mean you're rich, but if you are rich, you probably have these things. You get it? Yeah, yeah. And the number one sign that someone's rich today is they have an iPhone. Hmm. Sorry, Jeff. So, so what? So basically, what you're, what my you're, daughters are rich. Apparently, what you're saying is this: not everybody that has an iPhone is rich, but if you are rich, you, you probably have an, have an iPhone. You probably have an iPhone. The other big signs that you're rich are: you have a passport, your car has Bluetooth and heated seats, you own an iPad, and your cell phone service is through Verizon. Three out of five ain't bad, guys. <laughs> Three out of five ain't bad. Now, the results from the same survey back in 1992 are much cooler. Because back then, all right, so think about, so this is 2018, iPhone, Passport, Bluetooth, heated seats, iPad, and cell phone service through Verizon. Back in, 90, in 1992, the same survey. These are the signs that you're rich. You use Grey Poupon Dijon mustard. Okay. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Marketing power. Yeah. Remember the ad campaign? Oh, yeah. Do you have any gray poupon? Excuse me, sir. How effective was that ad campaign? Uh, some other signs. Uh, you were rich in 1992. You owned an answering machine. You used Kodak film in your camera. And you owned a Sylvania brand TV. Damn. That is Sylvania. Sylvania. Damn, you must be real. Yep. Is that Kodak film? Look at you. <laughs> Kodak film. Look at Mr. Rich Guy over here. And that's your news brought to you by Travers Automotive and RV Group. Hey, it's Josh Wolf, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. I love Josh Wolf. He's a good follow on Twitter. Yeah, he is. I think he's always stoned. You know what I was going to say? His tweets are... He's never going to get in trouble for what he's doing, but it's always that, ooh. Not all, I shouldn't say always, but a lot of times when he posts something, you go, ooh. Well, he does a pretty good podcast with Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah. It's entertaining. And that's literally all that Freddie Prince does, or at least Freddie Prince Jr. does as far as entertainment is concerned, right? Yeah. He's pretty much retired, right? Well, From acting? Got, his wife, I think, is uh, Sarah Michelle Geller. You got it. She still act? Uh, I don't know. She's living if, off that Buffy if, money. If, yeah. if, if she does still act, <laughs> she's taken a long time off. She got that Buffy money. She'd be all right. Yeah. You know, we're talking about what makes you rich or makes you look rich at least. And on the uh, on the money tip, listen, it'd be great to get a 10% raise tomorrow, wouldn't it? But like, hey, man, you all got 10% raises. But... Is it uproot your life, lose your teeth, and give up your rights at a citizen grade? Mm-hmm. Like, would you give that up for a 10% raise? 
A new survey asked Americans what they'd be willing to give up in exchange for a 10% pay raise. Now, keep in mind, keep in mind, the average American salary is $52,000. So people would do this stuff for a $5,200 raise or roughly $140 more per uh, per paycheck after taxes. Okay? Okay. 10% raise. 56% 56% would, would work an extra 10 hours per week for life. And 50% would work six days a week for the next year. That, to me, that's not a raise. You're actually working more. Yeah, that's earning. That's, that's, that's not a raise. Uh, okay. Huh. <laughs> Again, for a 10% raise tomorrow, 40% would give up all dental care. 19% would go with no health insurance. would give up their right to vote for life. And 9% would give away their child's right to vote for life. Again, this is all for a 10% raise tomorrow. Ah, it's just one vote. That's not going to make a difference. There are a lot of people saying that. Tony, 10% raise, but you'd have to work an extra 10 hours per week for life. Now. I I would expect... Like, if I have to work an extra 10 hours, like, I want to be compensated for the 10 hours, not just a 10% raise. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that Tony, is, that's for, overtime. That's for, overtime. For, I mean, for a 10% raise, I'll give it to you tomorrow, but you got to break up with your wife. Oh, okay. Let's do that. No. 12% of people would break up with their significant other. That's the dumbest thing ever. Wow. Jeff, for a 10% raise. Yes. Tomorrow, eat a Tide Pod. No. 5% of people would. Wow. The hell's wrong with people? A lot, apparently. Y'all are psychos. <laughs> Eat a Tide Pod. All right, here's sports. The Rizzuto Show. Sports. Uh, don't screw this up, fatty. Sports brought to you by Hot Shot Sports Bar and Grill. 11 air locations, all the games, all the time. Yadier Molino, uh, Yadier Molina is now a nine-time All-Star. 35-year-old named to the NL All-Star team as a replacement for a Giants catcher Buster Posey who will miss the game with right hip inflammation. On the year, Molina hitting 278, 13 homers, 38 RBI in just 231 plate appearances. Now, you do remember he had that injury to his tank yeah. earlier. Uh, I don't think it was just, it was uh, testicle. What, what, yeah, what? In the area. In a very sensitive yeah. area. Correct. Um, the Cardinals. It wasn't. I don't think went as a taintal injury, which is the medical. <laughs> the Cardinals start a series with the White Sox in Chicago tonight. First pitch scheduled for seven ten. Uh, All star Miles and Michaelis gets the start. So who named him to the team? Was it the coach or was it like he came in second place? And now he came in like fourth because uh-huh. there's two catchers ahead of him. I... Mm. So. It was it's Wilson Contreras of the Cubs is the starter I believe, and then it's J T Real Muto from the Marlins, and then Buster Posey. So Posey's out, Molina's in. Mm. So I mean, he doesn't really have the numbers to make it, but I mean, who Molina? Yeah, well, he's kicking ass. Yeah, he's, he's got better numbers than Buster Posey. Does he really? Oh, absolutely. And in as you just said, less games. He's got thirteen home runs, bro. Yeah, but I mean, does I mean thirteen home runs? Does that? I mean, well, we're all star team. Let's dinners. just say we're at the the halfway mark of the season. <laughs> yeah, twenty six home runs would be pretty good. That's thirteen dingers. That is thirteen dingers. <laughs> you got it. You got it. 
uh, when the Baltimore Orioles signed first baseman Chris Davis to a seven-year, $161 million contract two years ago, they thought they were paying for one of baseball's premier hitters. What they have instead is a guy who is on pace to have the worst single season in the history of baseball. What do I mean by that? His batting average, horrendous. He's hitting 157. No player who qualified for the batting title since 1900 has ever hit below 179. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. Despite playing in 73 of the Orioles' 89 games, he has scored just 16 runs, which puts him on pace for scoring 29 runs the entire year. Yikes. What's going on? And then he's just not good right now. Then there's a matter of uh, wins above replacement. That's not a good return on your investment. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Who is this again? Chris Davis from the Orioles. Yeah, yeah. Wins above replacement or war, which is the super popular metric designed to measure a player's total value. By that measure, Davis is on place to finish 2018 at around a minus four, which means four points worse than your typical AAA call up. Wow. Oh, my God. Gosh. They're saying he's the worst hitter since 1900. So what do you do with somebody like that? Do you send them down to try I to mean, get you, their confidence You hope back and pray or? that they bust out of their slump. But that's what I'm saying. Do you hope and pray and just leave them where they are because they're not improving, but you have that much guys, money behind know. them? How much money is he making? $117 million? $161. Seven-year deal. Oh, dude, Damn. are you kidding me? <laughs> Unbelievable. I mean, you the know, year the year after he signed, in 2015, the year before he signed this deal, he was mashing homers and like he had he was batting incre- like a 380. Patrick and I were talking about this up in the office yesterday, talking about this story. Now your incentive theory, yeah, was he signed a contract, okay, and. What, what was, what so was the, so the language would be incredible on the contract, but that's why there's professionals that would do this. So I would say, hey, Moon, I'm going to sign you to a one-year deal, okay? Okay. If you bat above 300, that deal is going to be worth... Okay, so there's tiers. It's going to be worth $5 million. Incentive If tiers. you bat yeah, up below 200, it's going to be worth a million dollars. So it's just performance-based? All performance-based. All performance-based. Yeah, that, instead of these blanket, I think it's a great idea, and I'd be all for it. But I just don't think that obviously the players' union that. would you'll never never get that with the baseball. Well, players and, and yeah. it would never. also make. But uh, it's a great idea. It would also make September, early October, when a team's not in it, it'd make it still exciting because players would still have something to play. You know, for. you know, yeah, where true. you may see something like that happen because they don't care about their players like this, or they don't have the union that baseball does is NFL. You may see something like that in pre, uh, pro sports but then on the, in the NFL. On, the but that's con it. of that is you got players then playing hurt because of wow. incentive uh, incentives in the contract. One of my buddies who uh, is is a ball player said that there are for sure performance based contracts out there, usually in the minor leagues, and the, and they're said like you know if you if you hit this you get bonus it, but well, instead it's of all, say, that's all but it's bonus bonuses. stuff this is this is what this is this is literally in your contract it says if you bat 300 or above you get five million dollars if you're under the 300 mark you, it drops down to two 
So it's all it's all performance based there. Uh, this story's crazy. New York Giants defensive tackle AJ Francis. He spent the past week with his family and friends in Arkansas following the June uh, death of his mother. On Monday morning, after a flight, Francis posted a photo of the inside of his suitcase, which had been searched by the TSA, and his mother's ashes were spilled all over his clothes. Oh, all over his clothes, and because. The TSA is fantastic at making a bad situation worse. They put the, one of those things like, hey, the, your bag has been searched. They also responded back to the photo that he posted on Twitter and said, under no circumstances should this container have been opened. And he responded back, under all circumstances, F yourself. So he put the ashes in a bag? No. No, it's just they just fell out. Oh, so okay. they were in the urn. Okay. And they searched his bag. And the ashes were all over his bag. Because of them searching. Because of them searching and moving it around. Not just eating. Insecu- hmm. You're saying it could have become unsecure not, before they got I'm into not it. Victim blaming here. No, no, no. They they said they said under no circumstances should the container with the ashes have been opened. So essentially, they're saying this is our bed. That should never have been opened. Oh, so they're admitting that they opened the urn. Is Their what exact saying. quote was: "Under no circumstances should the container with the ashes have been opened." Hang on a second. Wow. That's a metal urn, right? Uh, one would think. So if it's a metal urn and it's going through, don't they have to look? Or don't you want them looking inside? Otherwise, anybody's Wouldn't you s- make sure that that's all taken care of before you go through? Like, I have my mother's ashes here. What do, what do I need to do? What do I yeah. need to do? That's a great point. You don't just throw mom's ashes in your I don't in just your throw it in my carry-on. Yeah. It wasn't in his just... carry-on. He checked it. <laughs> well, either way. Oh, it was checked. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It yeah. was in his check bag? Oh, okay. Well, then... What? I don't know. Why would you do that? Isn't that something that's that's precious to you that you you wouldn't? Would you roll the dice doing that? Would mom have wanted this? No. Maybe, you checked mom. Maybe you weren't. Maybe you weren't thinking about it though. If you have if your parents. I don't know. As as somebody who I don't know has lost a parent and had them cremated. Uh if I was carrying my father's ashes somewhere, I would. Kind of keep an eye on it. I keep an eye on my iPad. I don't want to put my iPad down at the airport, and I'm not, and I'm not near it. Tape down the lid, if nothing and it's else. Carry on. I don't know. I'd be more. <laughs> I'd be more. I don't know. Did do you think that TSA made it worse for themselves by acknowledging that one of the agents opened it? Well, no, they have to. I mean, they have to admit it. What else are they going to say? I'd like to know how he stored it. Like, I would like to know, like, and did zip, he tape it? Ziploc it doesn't matter how he stored it, because they said that they opened it. Yeah. His yeah, storage is a, not the issue. If here. it's in a checked bag, and they go, hey, what is this metal thing? It's it's his, exa- his exact tweet with the picture was, hey, you pieces of S at TSA, next time you a-holes feel the need to go through my mother's ashes for no reason, make sure you close it back so her remains aren't spilled all over my clothes. The least you pieces of garbage can do is your effing jobs. Um, okay. So, pretty crazy there. Um, Patrico, that's your sports, and boom goes the dynamite. Then I'd be, uh, be watching my parents' ashes a little closer yeah, and not leaving it up to chance. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I agree. I'm not rolling the dice. I'm thinking I'm thinking two moves ahead here. <laughs> I, put my, I put my parents' ashes in my bag. What could possibly happen? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not rolling the dice on that. All right, headline hooge. There is Uno Show. Headline! 
brought to you by Moritz Royce Jewelry. Check them out online, ninjabling.com. All right, today's headline Who story comes to us from Sacramento, California, where a 25-year-old idiot named Robert Quigley was driving drunk on Sunday when he rear-ended an SUV and his car caught fire. He was going about 80 when he ran into a traffic jam, couldn't stop and stop. Luckily, nobody was seriously hurt. Anyway, a cop started uh, started helping people out and saw Robert switching seats with his passenger to avoid the DUI. Yes, the car was already on fire at that point, so great priorities. Then after they were both out, Robert ran back to his burning car so he could use the flames to light his cigarette. (laughs) In the process, he burned part of his eyebrows off. But he told the cops he's not afraid of fire because he, quote, deals with this kind of stuff all the time. I'm not sure what he meant by that. But it turned out it was his second DUI in less than a week. (laughs) Anybody shocked by that little fact? I don't (laughs) Didn't think it was his rookie year. Second DUI in a week. There you go. From Sacramento, California, Robert Quigley, you are today's. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right, welcome back, guys. Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your Crap on Celebrity. It's brought to you by Amco Ranger Termite and Pest Solutions, protecting people and property from pests for over 50 years. Uh, Now, when I start this story, I also want to tell you that everything is okay. George Clooney was in a scooter accident. A scooter accident? Yeah, over there in the Italy's. So he's recovering. How's his face? Is it okay? <laughs> Not the moneymaker. Uh, apparently, car cut him off, which is the worst. Uh, car cut him off while he was riding his, his scooter there. The accident was bad enough to where an ambulance did take him to the hospital. Uh, he was just, he was riding. It says here Tuesday morning, and this is in, in uh, Sardinia. Is that how you say that? Sardinia? Yeah. So it's technically like last Tuesday. It was like a week ago, right? Because of the time difference? Yes. Uh, the, the car turned in front of him, That's reportedly uh, hit him. He was knocked off of his scooter, and the driver of the car stopped, called for assistance. And uh, the long and short of it is he's going to be fined uh, bruising on his leg, arm, and his pelvis. So I don't believe he's ever showed his pelvis on screen, so I think he's going to be okay. As long as his face is okay. Yeah, gotcha. face is good, and he's already been released. So Imagine me and the driver of the car, and you go, oh, my God, I killed George Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that guy now. Dude, right back, I'm sure you remember the story, right after his all-star run with the Cardinals, or the World Series run with the Cardinals, I almost ran over David Freeze. He was chasing my car down, and I didn't realize, and I was taking a turn, almost, he almost went under my car. Hmm. Thankfully, I did not. Why was he chasing your car? Uh, because I Would stopped. Steal from him? No, I stopped yeah. at his place to drop some stuff off, and what I didn't know stuff, he Jeff? was there. Stuff to get autographed for an auction. Okay. We good? I have more you have eight more questions, so if you want to go ahead. <laughs> uh, yesterday, Harvey Weinstein pleaded uh, not guilty to fel- uh, felony charges of committing a forcible sexual act in the first degree. He went in in handcuffs, but then he was allowed to go free uh, on bail there. The uh, prosecution wants a stricter bail arrangement, but no judgment on that so far. They think he's a threat to do this again, and they want him uh, just a, a more strict 
until everything starts. I think it's in September. Uh, Weinstein spent about 50 minutes in court. Much of that time, it was just arguments about the bail. To be honest with you, the lead prosecutor argued that he should be confined to house arrest in Manhattan because of the seriousness of the charges. He remains free on $1 million bail. Uh, he's staying at his home in Connecticut. Now, his lawyer says they're expecting more charges. Like, they're expecting more people to file charges. Uh, but he continues to say it was everything was on the up and up. Gloria, for the third alleged victim, says that her client will testify in court when it goes to trial. Robin Wright finally talked about the multiple sexual misconduct allegations against Kevin Spacey, whom she did House of Cards with. She didn't really actually know Kevin Spacey, the guy. We were co-workers, really. We weren't um, never socialized outside of work. Kevin and I knew each other between action and cut and in between setups where we would giggle. I didn't really, I didn't know the man. I knew the uh, incredible craftsman that he is. All right, that makes sense. Yeah, it really does. Uh, since Spacey was fired from the from the show uh, House of Cards last year, she is the sole headliner of the show's upcoming final season. So that's why she's doing it. How did they, uh, how did they, how did they explain that in the show? Did they kill him off? I don't. You know what? We did ask a bunch of questions on how they're going to do that. I don't. I is it, is the season out yet? A new think, one? I don't think so. I, I think, think it's so. like ra- or wrapped up filming. I think it's like going to be one of those fall releases. Ah. Okay. Ah. Uh-huh. Police at the airport in LA grabbed uh, Jonathan Rice Myers. Is it Rice or Reese? Reese. Reese. Jonathan Reese Myers. Uh, this happened on Sunday. He got into what's being called a vicious verbal altercation with his wife. And then this is all on an airplane. Then he went to the bathroom and started vaping. Oh, you can't! You can't. What? American Airlines. Uh, He and his wife Mara Lane were on a flight from Miami to L.A. with their one-year-old son Wolf. I think he's got some some issues. Oh yeah, Jonathan. Yeah, we will definitely get to that. Uh, Myers quote became verbally abusive to his wife. He was cussing up a storm. Make matters worse, uh, as I said. And then he he blows up. Everybody's yelling and screaming. They goes to the bathroom and has an e-cigarette break, which is a federal violation. He had reportedly been drinking, and the cops detained him, questioned him. You know going to calm me down? Vaping. You got it. <laughs> need to vape right now. So he got uh, questioned and then released because the FBI declined to press charges on the vaping incident. And as you said, long history of substance abuse, and apparently he relapsed in September, started drinking again. His wife had a miscarriage. Uh, so that's what she's saying is, is causing the So relapse. what are you vaping so. there? Salted caramel? Mm. <laughs> what are you doing over there? Uh, hitting blueberry. You ever seen the uh, the Tudors? Yes. He's awesome in the yeah, Tudors. Yeah, he is. There's a lot of nudity in that, just in case you're... Yeah, I'd lo- I love the Tudors. <laughs> All right. I knew that was coming. I did too. Yeah. Is that what that's I, about? Uh, <laughs> I, I, got a, I got a guy that I play softball with who, you know, he's like a mechanic. He works on cars and, you know, he's got a big giant beard and he's a hell of a softball player. And he smokes like cotton candy vape. Yeah, so like New York style yeah. cheesecake. I'm, si- I'm sitting next to him, and all of a sudden I'm like, I'm like, who the hell's chewing bubble gum? And he's like, sorry, man, it's this vape. Thing. I'm like, this is ridiculous. And and he's one of the guys that, you know, he blows like, takes like a hit that like would make Cheech jealous. And just oh, blows yeah. like, he yeah. looks like you know Puff the Mag- Magic Dragon when he blows it. I'm like, hey man, do some sweet vape tricks. He's like. Dude, I already hate vaping enough, but it's better than me smoking a cigarette. I'm like, all right, man. Ah, uh, the old douche whistle. Yes. <laughs> like, I just missed the carnival. This <laughs> cotton du- candy brings me the back. The douche flute is sweet. That's like one of my favorite <laughs> things I've ever heard somebody say. What are you smoking over there? Cinnamon apple. 
Uh, Johnny Depp being sued for assault and battery. And no, this isn't an old story. This is a new story. Uh, apparently, he likes to hit. Yeah, by a location manager on his movie, uh, City of Lies. Greg Brooks is the guy's name. Says uh, they reached their deadline while fim- filming at a hotel in L.A. So it was unfortunately Greg's... Um, his duty, if you will, to go over and tell Johnny, hey, look, we're done for the night. Johnny wasn't having it. According to the lawsuit, Johnny screamed, and I quote, who the F are you? You have no right to tell me what to do. I don't give an F who you are, and you can't tell me what to do. Then he punched Greg twice in the ribs and told him, quote, I will give you $100,000 to punch me in the face right now. Oh, my God. Which I'm a, I would do it. My, in my head, it was I punched you a couple of times, and I went, oh, crap, I'm Johnny Depp, and you're this guy that works behind the scenes. Hit me, hit me, hit me, so I can say I have reason to have hit you. I could be wrong. And not surprisingly, according to Greg and the lawsuit, his breath reeked of, it's either going to be kale, cotton candy, garlic, uh-huh. or alcohol. I'm going with garlic here, guys. I'm going with garlic. Yeah, where were they? He just had Pop set of a set of a movie where there's garlic everywhere, okay. as we all know. It was a vampire movie, so yeah. He just had Papa John's and he and he just took a shot of that garlic sauce. Just so you guys know, it was alcohol. alcohol. Yeah, it was oh. alcohol. Damn. We've we've talked about the new season of comedians in cars getting coffee is up online, and Dave Chappelle is in one episode. Yep. And this, have you seen it already? Not the Dave Chappelle one. I, okay. I started. Uh, shoot, who was on? Um, Zach Galifianakis is, oh, is yeah, the yeah, first episode. Yeah. So we know everybody you get through it. It was it's fifteen minutes. Yeah, I fell asleep halfway through. So you fell asleep seven and a half minutes in. Half you're minutes out. In. So when you I decided to sleep, dog, I sleep. Man. yeah, really. I can understand. I, hey, you know what? I was watching Lord of the Rings. I fell asleep. Right, yeah. Schindler's oh, no, no, no. List. Yeah, I like, was out cold, man. No, that's Lord, a, of the, that, Lord of the Rings is like five hours each movie. That's Yeah, and I won't nap th- through that. But like, you know, like that's um, ambient for me. Comedians and Cars is a good like nap show. Because you can laugh it's a few times and you're asleep. It's, it's the, the longest episode is, I think, 17 minutes. I wasn't trying to finish it. I was just putting it on while I was napping. Oh, so it's like golf for me on TV. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You just put it on and you're out That's cold. That's the weirdest napping show I've ever heard. Well, I mean, listen. You put on I, House Hunters the nap. I don't want to even search for it. If I'm ready for a nap, I'm not you know, browsing Netflix. <laughs> and that was the, 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 the thing that was advertised. So I went, oh, that's great. Ah. We were just talking about that. Play, sleep. Play, I need to take a nap. I hope American Ninja Warriors is on. I'm going to put that on TV. That's the same So, show you know, if you time. watch Seinfeld, you know that he was obsessed with what superhero? Superman. 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 There was a Superman in every episode. This is such a great idea for an amazing Superman movie. You have to listen to the, to the soundbite all the way to the end. I did a thing about 15 years ago for American Express. Me and Superman just hanging out. No superpowers. And I thought, boy, this is a movie. Me and Superman hanging out. No saving anybody. No crushing anything. You know, flying. We're going to drive. a great idea. So the funniest bit in the thing was me and Superman were having coffee. And this guy comes up. He says, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I was once hanging from a train trestle, and you saved me, and I just wanted to say thank you. And I'm assuming, oh, no, I was happy to do it. The guy walks away. I go, who was that? He goes, no idea. (laughs) (laughs) I think that'd be great. He's in full costume just having a... Is he talking to Brad Garrett? No, that's Dave Chappelle. Chappelle. Oh, it's Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Did you say that? Yes. Yeah. And he also, uh, later on, in there, or also in the episode, he talks about how Dave Chappelle's eyelashes are the most amazing eyelashes in the entire world. No, did you hear the voice? I, I, I thought you you mentioned the Dave Chappelle episode. I didn't know what that was. Yeah, yeah. That was, that was wrong. That was him in there. But the voice, it was like a very deep voice. It sounded, it sounded like Brad Garrett from Everybody Loves Raymond. Hmm. Uh, Winston Duke. Do you know who the actor Winston Duke, uh, he was in uh, Black Panther recently. Also in Avengers Infinity War. 
Winston too. Which guy? Uh, it said, but I didn't know how to pronounce it, so I didn't keep it in the in the story. I, I don't know either of the movies really, so. I mean, I'd have to see a picture. Okay, so he's before everybody looks everything up and knows what I'm going to say here. Damn it! Now you guys probably saw the answer. I didn't. He will star in a new movie. Let's see if you can guess it by the. Don't say anything now. It's not that you guys I can't know. I see it. I know it. The person the movie uh, is he's, about. What's his name? And it is a. What? Sorry, I was going to say what his character name is, but it's hard to pronounce. You're right. Okay, now now I've seen a picture of the guy. I know who it is. Okay, so, but you don't know the answer to what no. I'm trying to bring up here. So he's going to be in a new movie. It's a true story. The guy died in June of 2016 at age 42, heart failure, and a liver mass. The lead character that this movie is about is from the Bahamas. He was homeless. He died. He became a YouTube star due to his brutal backyard and alley fights. Oh, uh, uh, Kimbo Slice. Kimbo Slice is going to be a movie about Kimbo Slice, and it's to be called The Backyard Legend. If you're trying to figure out who it is, it's M'Baku from... He's the guy in the other tribe. Yeah. That if you watch Black Panther... He's like the rebel. Black Panther, it's good. Still haven't seen it. It's It's incredible. It's incredible. He's the guy from the other tribe that he fights at the beginning for the kingship. It's it's my wife's favorite Marvel movie. Really? She loves it that much. I did get through uh, Ragnarok and Homecoming, and there's um, Black Panther, and there's another that I was Doctor supposed to Strange. watch. Doctor Strange. I and I got through that one. So Black Panther, I think, is the last one that I need before Infinity War. Right? Did you get through? Uh, did you get through you Goodfellas yet? Yeah, see us. But he can't get through War. comedians and cars War? getting coffee. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Civil War. Captain America: Civil War. Yeah, can you refresh? This is this is That's my one where they all fight, and that was yeah, the yeah, debut yeah, yeah, of Spidey. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Ant Man was in it. And... Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, excuse yeah, me. Yeah. Um, no. Ant Man. Ant Man was in it though. Ant Man. Okay. Uh, let's continue. Sorry, According sorry. to the Washington Post, student debt afflicts 44 million Americans. The average student now carries $37,000 in student loans. Afflicts. Total, the total amount owed in the... You can't catch student debt. No, like you chose this. Like it is <laughs> that, it's not an affliction. Catch, you catch a cold. <laughs> so we owe a lot of money from college yeah. is what I'm trying to say. And there's a new game show on True TV, which is starting tonight called Paid Off. Uh, that is going to help everybody try to get rid of their college debt. In other words, all of the all of the uh, contestants are people with tens of thousands of dollars worth of college debt, and you don't win money. If you win, they pay off your college debt. It's kind of oh. cool. Here's it's called uh, it's called paid off. Twenty four thousand two hundred seventy two dollars in student loan debt. Forty two thousand seventeen dollars in debt. Twenty eight thousand five hundred and eighty seven dollars worth of student debt. Hey, I'm Michael Torpy. My show, Paid Off, is the only game show working to end the student debt crisis. We asked 100 recent college graduates, what is the last thing you'd want your parents to find in your dorm room? Tierra. Use condom? I get it. Yeah. And, it, and it's literally just a question, then it's ranked answers. You know, kids, oh, there's nothing wrong with uh, community college. No, there really isn't. And I'm talking to you, younger Burton daughter. Just saying. You know, you got two years of community college, and then, you know, see what happens. Yeah, I agree. One more piece of audio in there. And again, you have to play with the stopping and the starting here because it's Alex Trebek. And he's asking you to name bands Ooh, okay. after he names the members of those bands. Uh, the contestant, by the way, got 100%. I think you're going to get at least one, two, three, four. There's five of them. I think you're going to get four All out right. of five. Easy, Tom. Let's play. Here we go. Liam, Harry, Louis, Nile. Stop it. Is that One Direction? That's what I was going to say. One Direction. Yeah. 
Lauren. What is One Direction? That's the band. Boys for 800. Robbie Krieger, Ray Manzarek, John Densmore, Jim Morrison. That's easy. I wouldn't have got that until Jim Morrison. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Who are the doors, Alex? Ray. Who are the doors? Yes. You said said that was easy? The late Chester Bennington, Mike Shinoda, Brad Delson. Lauren. What is Lincoln Park? Good. Okay. 1600? James Hetfield, Lars okay. Ulrich, and briefly, simple. Dave Mustaine. Lauren. What is Metallica? Sorry, right. it's, it's who is Talica. <laughs> who is Talica? Now the last clue. Ronnie Venucci, Brandon Flowers. Oh, man. Well, Ronnie Venucci from The Killers. <laughs> yes. What is The Killers? That's it. That's it. You guys got 100%. Congratulations. Yeah, until Jim you're, Morrison, you're right, I was going to say, Menudo. I had no idea who that was. Oh, on the really? Doors one you didn't? Robbie yeah. Krieger? No. No, no, not a clue. Uh-huh. Not a Nor do you fan. want to? Not a Doors fan. I'm not no. a Doors fan either. You guys are dumb. On TV tonight, oh, uh, True no, TV. I mean, you don't have to be a Doors <laughs> fan to know the uh, the members. Jim Morrison. Um, That's it. Yeah. If you're not a fan of the Doors, you don't know anybody but Jim Morrison. Uh, they toured without Jim Morrison. I, I wouldn't have known. Uh, on TV tonight, True TV has got that paid off. We just talked about Fox has beat Shazam, and NBC has America's Got Talent. Uh, that's not how you say that. that. Crabby it. birthdays, Jessica Simpson, 38. Thomas Ian Nichols. Oh, Tommy Nichols. From uh, American Pie. Yep, and uh, Rookie, Rookie of the, of the Year. Year. Yep. Uh, Adrian Grenier, that's Vinny Chase on Entourage. He's 42. Sophia, I can't remember how to say her Yeah, she's 46. St. Louis' own <laughs> Phyllis Smith, is. she's from The Office. She is 66. And today's Burton birthday of the day. He's the OG brewer of Anheuser-Busch beer. Adolphus Bush would have been 179 today. Looks great. Today's <laughs> porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's Where Fun and Fantasy Meet, is Bob Scott. Today's birthday fella has handled more pipe than Mario and Luigi in 57 fine films, including Anal for Days. (laughs) Are you? For Days. Cheekmates. What's his name again? Bob Scott. I'm I'm asking for a friend. Uh, So Anal for Days, Cheekmates, The Brits Have Jacked Up Teeth, Bums Out in Britain, The UK Three-Way, and who can forget his unforgettable role in Bob Scott, The Ultra British Manslut. Bob Scott, 49 years old. That's your porno birthday, crappy birthday, and that is your crap on celebrity. Is he Australian? No, Bobby no. Scott? <laughs> the Rizzuto Show, traffic and weather. All right, hit up 1057thepoint.com slash cans, folks. We're going to make our real or fake picks next, and we will unveil the punishment for this brand new competition. All right, welcome back. Our phone number, 314-969-DUDE, 314-969-3833. Cameras in chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz on our socials. It's R-I-Z-Z Show, at R-I-Z-Z Show. All right, King Scott joins us. Hello. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we don't have a date yet for your Scarlet's Cabaret dance-off, your pants-off dance-off. We don't have that yet. Um, we'll have that soon. We'll have all the particulars. We don't have to worry about it. I mean, oh, no. we got to get that done soon. I don't want to trouble anyone. I'm thinking within the next 30 days. That'll be done. <sighs> Do some crunches. Uh, I, I thought maybe today we'd announce the, uh, the lock-in punishment. As far as uh, Patrico and Jeff and Moon. Like the dates and all the particulars. Yeah. We can't do that today. Oh. What? Right, Moon, almost done. 
Almost done. Almost. Like, just a couple. We're just waiting to announce at the same time as the trolley starts, Just right? a couple no, T's to cross it. and a couple uh, uh, I's to dot, and we'll be good. There's some very cool stuff with it. Very really? cool stuff involved, oh, and cool. uh, we just have to make sure it's all tightened mm-hmm. up. That's right. Everything's got to be all buttoned up. So, we begin a new competition today. Round number one begins today. Everybody's at zero. Zero points. Nobody's a winner. Nobody's a loser yet. Nope. But as is tradition, the winners of the last competition, winner or winners, gets to pick the new punishment. And Moon and myself, grand champions from the last competition, and uh, we've all got to we've all got to agree to the punishment. I think I think we're in, we're we're good here. I'm uh, yeah. I'm good. I'm good with it. Now, we asked you guys yesterday to vote for what you think should be the next punishment. Will it be a week with Carl the Mannequin? That means you have to bring the mannequin wherever you go for one full week. Yuck. And you have to go to at least one dinner with it. One sit-down waiter or waitress dinner. And not at like a, you know, steak and shake. Yeah. You have to bring it to a restaurant. Uh, the other option was going full Robin Williams. Jumanji. Jumanji. Robin Williams. Full Jumanji. Meaning starting today, you cannot shave. All of us cannot shave or cut our hair until the end of the competition. Whoever loses has to continue on without shaving or cutting their hair until Christmas. <laughs> Full Robin Williams. And we asked you guys, what, what do you guys prefer? And we, uh, we asked you on Twitter, and the results? 53% dinner with Carl the Mannequin. All right, so it's a week with Carl. A week with Carl the Mannequin. I think that's the way we're going to go. And we're talking hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of votes, and it was the Jumanji Robin Williams was ahead by 1-2% for the majority of the 24 hours and the last couple hours. Just edging out the no blade was the dinner with Carl. All right. Well, it's not dinner. It's, it's, it's uh, yeah, a week yeah, yeah. with I'm Carl. I'm just saying that, that that's A week with Carl with a dinner included. With a dinner included. And remember, you have to dress them up. You have to dress Carl outfit. up. You have to dress Carl up every day. <laughs> and if you're caught without Carl out and about, the week resets. It's just like timeout. You know, if you came out of your room before timeout was over, back timer. in there. Uh, any questions before we lock and set the punishment in? Did, now, let's address on the air so we have proof when we need to go back. The only exception is a funeral, and if 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 that's the case, it has to be in the car. You have to bring it with you. Yeah, Carl has to be in the car. You don't have to bring it inside. Now, but, but, that, got, but that's the only that's the only one. That's the only Jeff's got an issue, I think, with the running. And I, I, just and I a, agree with him. I, I, I don't just, I don't think that's right. What's well, that? Having to go w- that he has to have Carl on his back. I think that's weird. He I has think, to have it. I know he has to have it. I think it's it's strange though. I mean, I'm not saying strange. I think that 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 is weird. Uh, do you want her to say it's gotta be in your car? No way. That's I, fine. I, I, I think that's bogus. I really do. I mean, the there's, pro- the, the there's no such thing as a completely level and fair uh, um, punishment here. But if we had, if they had voted for the beard thing, 
you guys would have an advantage, and I and I'm I'm sticking by that, and it's a drastic advantage. Um, I, see, I disagree with that, but here's what Why? I am going to say: because you think it's an advantage, but it's 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 really not, because we're already much longer. So that means it's going to go even longer. Yeah, but but that's what you want. I don't want a giant beard. I don't he- want a giant beard. I want the beard I have. That's a giant beard. That's a giant right. beard. Right. So I would have a gianter beard. But it was it's still a less. <laughs> it's less drastic. It's less. But drastic. it's still drastic. I'm doing. I'm doing music videos okay, in the so next I, six I, months. Okay. So in the music videos in the next six months, or if you're doing a music video tomorrow, would you have Carl strapped to your back during the music video? Or would he what, be in the I, video? If I lost the competition, yeah. he would have to be with me. So every Greek fire video that you're shooting during the competition, you would have Carl strapped to your back no, during the video. Not strapped no, 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 to that, my back. I'm not running. He would be with me. What's which is, the difference? So he would be in the Greek he would be in the Greek fire video. You don't need to strap it to your back, but you gotta have it. You wanna carry it? No, but I could leave it in the car. But you can't leave it in the car because the, the, the Okay, so where's Carl in the Greek fire video then? Right next to me. You have to treat Carl as a person. Like Carl is, I'll crack the leave, window in the car. Would you leave a person in the car? He would be in the room. Him, I would. Yeah, at this he point. Would be Jeff, the, why are you a, mad at me? <laughs> Jeff, here's a, here's, a, here's an easy. And I know this, this is, is your lifestyle. This is going to sound like an easy fix, uh, but it's going to be difficult for you. Like for me, if I lose, I'm going to go. I'm not running outside. I'm going to go to a gym and go to a treadmill. And Carl's going to be standing right behind me. Yeah, you got to adjust. That's the whole point of the. Punishment. It's only one week. But, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, like, no, that that's fine. But what, the the issue that was brought up yesterday was if you play softball, are you going to run around the bases with Carl strapped no, to your no, back? No, he's, he's, he's going to be, be like my girlfriend who's sitting base. on a bench. <laughs> or sitting in so my girlfriend's not going to be strapped to my back while I'm running. But but she's running with you. But I run by myself. But now not you with don't, Carl. With Carl. If you lose. All right, that's fine. That's the point. I go to dinner by myself. I do everything by myself. But if I lose, Carl's going to Carl is gonna be in a. If, Carl, if you are shooting a video, Carl's going to be on set. Yeah. He Sha- doesn't have to be in the video. Hell, Carl be in the video. Shelly says, simple idea. For that week, don't run or don't do vi- music videos. If, if it's a concern. Right, yeah. It, you got to adjust your lifestyle or take them with you. That's, that's the point. Because that, if that's the case, then I could say, hey, I'm going to the grocery store. I'm just going to leave Carl in the car while you I can't run leave in. Carl in the car. Exactly. Exactly. You have to bring Carl with you. He'd overheat. All right. Question answered. So if I got to go run to the grocery store, I got to bring Carl in. Yeah, he's a person. He's a guest for that week. Yeah, treat Carl like the overly attached girlfriend or child. Or child. Yeah, Car- Carl is your five year old. You would not leave your five year old in the car, but you'd put your five year old in the stands to watch you play softball. Way quieter, but yeah, just just like your kid. So Jeff, honestly, I think the the easiest solution here is for that week, as much as it'll kill you, just just run on the treadmill. I guess, or or bring the torso. Like we'll give you a special running torso. I think that's I think that's bogus. Now, why is that bogus? Because we're gonna adjust for him, but we wouldn't adjust for us. What do you mean adjust for you? That's that's I think that's a pretty decent compromise. Why is there a compromise? Why because are we considering it? That's the goddamn punishment. Is you got to go everywhere with this guy. That's- Everybody's got to agree fully to the to the punishment. Okay. I don't I don't understand that if I'm if that's my lifestyle as you call it, why can't Carl just be at the park where I run? Okay, then if we had done the beard thing, I would insist that you should. Now, you, now you're ifing. That, that's no, that's not, not what we're doing. We're talking about the issue that is the real story here. Which is adjustments for punishment, which is exactly what I'm doing. I'm paralleling the other option that we had. And but, you would which refuse. Which is not an option. Dude, how many punishments are you going to refuse? 
this, this I'm not refusing this one. We're just talking out the details. Yeah, we're it. talking about the details. I don't think there's any. He's not backing out. Yeah, we haven't you, said it yet. But, but you're making you're making concessions again. You just said like you, you give him the torso. The whole thing is the inconvenience of having to take this life-size thing. But still, the inconvenience is strapping a torso to your back while you're running. That's less of an inconvenience than strapping the uh, actual let's, let's mannequin. Let's put it to a vote. Let's put it to a vote. Running torso, yes or no? no. Be honest. Say no. If you say no, say no. I want to say no, but I don't necessarily mind it. Okay, here's the thing. You can't be wishy-washy. Yes or no? If we're, if we're going running torso, then the concession for me when I take it to dinner is I get to take torso because then I can sit in the chair and it's less of, a, of, inconven- of an inconvenience. No, I, so I vote for So then you say so no. How, so you're, you're proving my point. But you can't run with it. You can or you adjust. Yeah, like Patrico said, the treadmill. We have a treadmill now at the new location. So All you right, can so bring. You vote no, so you vote no. I, I'm okay with a running torso. Patrico's not. And, and Scott, you're not? No. Okay, then no running no. torso. Okay. And, and and someone in the chat room here says, uh, to back Moon's point, it's either full body all the time or half body all the time. No compromise. Okay, thought- That's what makes this a punishment. Fine. Good. Fun. Although to see the little torso in a red wagon behind Jeff at the park would be pretty awesome. See, I thought torso in a stroller would be hilarious. <laughs> Just tie the whole thing into the stroller. <laughs> the fact that we even have a torso for that to be an option. To your point, yeah. It's awesome. We have the optional torso if you need it. <laughs> Uh, it's so good. All right. So that's it. It's it's a week with Carl. One dinner. One mandatory one dinner. And do we want to do well, you want to make sure we take pictures too. In the spirit of the competition. Sure. Yeah. And the spirit of the punishment. Make sure you're documenting things. Any other questions? No, but but just to, just to clarify, and somebody in the chat room says, how is it okay that if we have like a softball game, we could bring him and put him on the bench in the stands, and Jeff can't just leave him on a bench and then go running? It's because it's like your child. They're in our eyesight at all times. Yeah. You wouldn't leave a five-year-old in the park by that, himself. That's I'm, I'm just I'm just I'm just clarifying. Some, that's some, what it is. Yeah, John, you wouldn't you wouldn't leave a five-year-old on a bench and go, hey, I'm going for a run. I'll be back in an hour. Yeah, John on Twitter suggesting a, a radius rule, so within fifty feet, or something like that. You know what I mean? Ooh, Wink in the chat room has a great, great point. Just don't lose. <laughs> oh, that's I, a said, hot I said take. that to Jeff upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> he did. <laughs> I said, just don't lose. Okay. I asked if you would add three more people to the show. That would be great. Are we locking fine. it in? Is this locked in? Any other questions? Because I'm going to officially lock it in. It is full mannequin all the time, one week, dress it in different outfits, one mandatory sit down. "Quote unquote nicer dinner, and there you treat them like a five year old. Always has to be in your eyes. When does the, and you have to dress it up every day? Did you say yep. that? Yes, seven day. days. And 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 the only exception is a funeral where it has to stay in your car. That's when the rule gets lifted. But 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 when you're in your home, it doesn't have to. I mean, when you're in your home, yeah, it it's just outside your like, house, right? Yeah. Like next to you. I mean, it's just like the That's Patrico shirt. Yeah, yeah. But if you have a guest, you better have Carl with you. And I think your, t- your your time with Carl should start as soon as you lose. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. We as w- soon as you, as soon as the. Yes, if there is when there is an opportunity okay. for somebody to get twenty one points, that's when Carl will will show now, up. Now, what the if studio. there are multiple losers? 
We do have multiple mannequins. We do have multiple Carls. Mm, yep. <laughs> and is it from Friday to Friday then? It's from the time you lose to the time. Yeah, one week. One okay. week. Yep. yep. That way you can't choose the week. Yeah, we do have multiple. We do have multiple Carls. And if and if for some reason we don't have multiple full size Carls, we can get them. Yep. We can get them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, whoa, I'm locking whoa, whoa, it in. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, Here's just one question. If it starts that Friday, let's say I lose, what if I'm flying? Bring them. Yeah. You better figure it out. I gotta yeah. buy him a ticket. You, you better gotta, figure you it out. Check, you check it. You can check <laughs> it, but you better figure it out. No, that's a hundred percent. That no, you wouldn't. You wouldn't him. check it. You can't check a five year old. Wait, 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 wait. A flying rule, just like the funeral rule. Yeah, that that's fair. Okay, a flying rule. But it has to show up wherever you're going. Then. Yeah, you have to check it. Okay. <laughs> Oh, oh it's at 25 bucks. see it on stage with I'm you guys? Drill a can hole you, in can you, put my clothes in Can there. you imagine all of a sudden when you're at the carousel and this mannequin comes sliding out? <laughs> It'd go in the oversized bags. Just stand him next to Barker. Oversized. <laughs> all right. Good. Locking it in? Am I locking it in? Yeah, yeah. I right, say lock, lock it. All right. Lock it down. Lock well, it down. hang on a second. <laughs> that second one was for me. And yes, yes, 100%, Aaron. Double dates with Carl or cheating. It has to be you and Carl. Yeah. That's it. I can't go with my family. Oh, out. really? See, I thought it was just. A we met, we said that yeah, yesterday. Yeah. We said it was just you yeah. and just Carl. You said that yesterday. Yeah. It can't I don't be. think we said it on the air. Yes, uh, we yeah. sure did. Unlock yeah. it. Unlock it. Yes, did we, we sure did. We sure did. Pretty sure because it was I on said, the air. I said to make it even funnier, <laughs> what needs to happen is it can't be you, your wife, and Carl. Did we say that on the air? Yes, yes. we did. Yeah. Yes, we did. You also did say on the air yesterday. We haven't mentioned it now when we're laying everything out. That if somebody asks what's with the mannequin, you're supposed to say what mannequin. Uh, how we're going to prove that, who knows, unless somebody comes up for that specific reason to yeah, ask you to try to catch you. Everybody says that it was discussed yesterday that your wife can go with you, but she cannot sit at we the table We discussed a you. lot of things yesterday. Doesn't mean it's part of the competition. Yeah, if you want to go to dinner with your family, I'm your sorry, family can locked sit, it yeah, we were so. sit <laughs> oh, sorry, we already, locked I'm in. I'm sorry, it's already been locked in. Oh, okay, well then that rules out then. That's fine, we're not having fun. Do we want... <laughs> is it, is it going to be solo style? I don't care. I don't care either way. It'd almost be funnier if you're there with your family and a mannequin. I don't think it matters. I don't think but my family's I don't, I don't want to do crying here. Somebody else, nobody's going to cry. Somebody else says, uh, "What is the protocol if Carl gets kidnapped? There's what if they demand Carl. ransom?" Yeah, there's another there's Carl in another week. And you better file a missing persons report. <laughs> <laughs> is it dinner solo? What is it? Or is it with with the family? It doesn't matter. Why don't we go around and vote? I don't care either way, so I'll say with family. Patrico? I would say without family, but again, I don't Scott? care. Scott? Well, no, yes or no. I don't, I, not the I don't cares. Yes or no. With family we or just no. That's what I said. With he family. Said yes. With family. With and family. I said no. I mean, it yeah. can't get clearer than that. Can we, a guest? Like a Solo. video bin? Solo, yes or no? Uh, No. It doesn't matter. So much. So long now. <laughs> So I'm, the nose have I'm, it. I'm you don't nose. have to be solo. Okay, yeah. fine. That's it. You don't have to be solo. Okay. You have to at least take a picture to prove, or tell video Ben to come with you. Yeah, yeah. Ben is our video guy, but he's got to hide. He's got to be gorilla style. <laughs> you can't have a camera crew with you. That's going to be weird. All right. Yeah, all right. We already got a mannequin, but that's. Boobs go bouncy when you dance. Worthy of a second glance. If you think your boob just get in the way, you are wrong. Boobs are great. I wanna grab on, I wanna shout.
Come on. Bring him back. Boobs. Yeah! There's your boobs! There they are! Here we are. What? Babe, you see that guy over there with the uh, the mannequin and the uh, and the film crew? Isn't that weird that he's got a film crew? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if he's going to film it, it's got to be hidden camera style. He's got to be behind the fern in the corner uh, of the restaurant. That's right. <laughs> Anything else? Okay, that's, that's it. it. Good. All right, folks, here we are. Round one, baby. What? You got a smirk. Oh, no, I'm just, I think it's a bummer, the dinner thing. But that's fine. That was the rule. It was decided. It's over. Okay. Life is full of disappointments. That's what I tell my kids that all the time. <laughs> People were really pushing for the solo dinner. Well, they could uh, start their own competition, have their own solo dinners with their oh, own car. Wow, okay. <laughs> all right, one point for each correct answer, real or fake, unless it's your... Uh, your lock, your lock, it's two points. If you're right, zero points locked that. If you are wrong, regardless of your other picks, we played at 21. Loser, a week with Carl. Sponsored by? Patricia's Where Fun and Fantasy Meet and by Scarlet's Cabaret. All right, let's get into it. Patrico, if you would, a description of photo number one. Photo number one, we have a lovely lady here showing her boobs in a very fancy pink bra. Um, she's lifted up her shirt. Uh, she leaning forward? I think so. I have no idea. You can't tell from this photo here, but uh, this is a straight-up booby mugshot. I mean, there is no f no frails to this. No, no, no. No frills. No, no. like a crazy bra, no small bra. I mean, this is basic booby mugshot. As standard as you can get mm -hmm. here. Okay. I will make the first pick, and I'm going real. For photo number one, real. Tones. I hate this pick, but I went real. Moon. Uh, good for her, real. Jeff. I think you're right, though. Well, I don't know. I shouldn't say if you're right or not, but it does look like she's leaning forward only because her waist looks so tiny and in, the, back and in yeah. the background. I went real. And King Scott. I, too, went real. All right, real for photo number one. Okay, photo number two. Photo number two, a lovely lady, and again, another pink bra. And uh, we do have a tattoo right there, R.I.P. Derek. And uh, she's got it on full display. And Boy, the, the boobs don't look like they're filling out the bra. Nope. That was part of the struggle with for, for mm -hmm. me. See what I'm saying there? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, let's go to King Scott. King Scott, photo number two, real or fake? Yeah, this one's really tough. I went real, though, because our teamer is member today is Derek. Okay. That makes absolutely no sense. Right. The tattoo. Oh, okay. <laughs> Still makes no sense. <laughs> yeah. Jeff? Uh, for completely different reasons, I went real. And my reason is because they look real. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Moon? I can't really tell on this, but when a bra doesn't fit... You must acquit. I well, I, I honestly, I usually think that if if they're fake, you have a better chance of having a bra that fits, and this bra doesn't fit properly, so I went real. Good for her. Tony, real, and I went real as well for photo number two, and finally. Photo number three. Photo number three. We got giant gazongas here in a swimsuit. And these are these large. Massive, massive, huge, giant boobies. 
in a, uh, a one-piece swimsuit here. Very revealing. We're seeing some inner side boob. But yeah, again, huge boobs. All right. Moon. I went good for her real. Tony. I went real. I went real. King Scott. I, too, went real. And Jeff. Real. Okay. Nobody stepping out. Wow. No, nobody stepping out for fake. Did anybody give a thought to going fake on two? Uh, yeah, I did. I, okay. I did on kind of all of them, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, there, there was only one of them I, I gave a thought to. I gave a thought to going re, uh, to going fake on photo number one. Man. Yeah, I did too. I did as well. Uh, time for the locks. Your most confident picks. Again, if you're right, you get two points. If you're wrong, you are locked out for the entire week. For the for the entire week, regardless of your other picks. So we start with King Scott. Your lock of the week. Well, I don't like what you just said. I locked on number one. Okay. Jeff Burton. I locked as real number three. Moon. I locked number two. Real. <laughs> Three different locks. Tony. I hate my pick so much. Real number three. Wow. Okay. And that's not because you picked it, Jeff, but just because I hate it. I hate All it. All right, I locked in. Certainly not confident. Real for number two. Well, there's your stepping out. Well. As far as locks all over the place. Yeah, and, and for me, it was the, the boobs not filling up the bra. That just did it for me. Me too. See, you know what you know what really messes with my brain during this competition now is we've been doing this for so long. I start to think, well, she's doing this to, to fool us. Yeah, same way. She's doing this to fool us. And that's why number three, I'm like, boom, they're in a bikini, they're huge, they're in they're in this swimsuit. This this is what it is. You know, and I look at number two and I go, man, maybe that bra is not strapped in the back. And maybe she's got it, you know. I don't know. This there's a lot of variables here. Six of, six of them to be there honest with you. There it is. We are. We're all picked out. We've made our decisions. It's time for you to make yours. 1057thepoint.com slash cans results on Friday. All right, welcome back. You know, we talked about this earlier. Uh, Lion's Choice is going to start testing out a breakfast menu. I think they're starting today, but only at one location. I think their newest location in O'Fallon, Illinois on Regency Park Drive. And they're going to be trying out a whole bunch of uh, flatbread sandwiches for breakfast. 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. I wonder what the line's going to be like or what it is like now. I don't know. Worth it. That's how long it is. Worth it. So 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. at the one location only for Lines Choice, and that would be their newest one in O'Fallon, Illinois. And they've partnered up with uh, Caldi's Coffee to do like a... uh, a morning brew, specifically for Lion's Choice. Keeping it local, huh? Yeah. Love that. That's good news. All right, here's some other food news. Food news. So when it comes to fast food, who is America's favorite? And I have the answer. According to the 2018 American Customer Satisfaction Index, they do their restaurant reports. Now, there's two. there's two sides of this. There's full-service restaurants, and there's limited-service restaurants. 
full-service restaurants are basically your your fast, casual, sit-down, waiter-waitress chain restaurant. Your limited service, you walk up to the counter. Okay. Restaurants. I have an answer for both. All right. And they they polled 22,500 customers. They were asked about quality of products, services, and satisfaction with more than 380 companies in 46 different industries and 10 economic sectors. I think both of these are easy to guess, number one. And I'll tell you, they measured on a scale from zero to 100, 100 being the best. Food accuracy, wait staff behavior, food quality, beverage quality, restaurant cleanliness, layout food variety, beverage variety, and website satisfaction. All right, limited service restaurants, your fast food restaurants. That's walking up to the counter. Walking up the counter. Number one has to be Chick-fil-A. Okay. That would probably be my guess as well. Jeff? Uh, I'm not going to be the oddball. Sure, I'll say it. And it is Chick-fil-A. It's got It's got to be. Chick-fil-A. Pretty far behind in second place, Panera. I would have ne- never even thought to mention them. Yeah. Chick-fil-A is number one. And they have been for the past couple of years. It's Chick-fil-A, Panera, Papa John's. See, again, never would even... See, that's pizza delivery. That's something totally different to me. Yeah. Than that. Then Pizza Hut. Then Subway, Arby's, Chipotle, Domino's, Dunkin' Donuts, Starbucks, KFC, Little Caesars, Wendy's, Burger King, Jack in the Box, Taco Bell, and McDonald's. It's funny. Look what's at the bottom of the list. All the drive-thrus. All at the bottom of the list. Chick-fil-A's drive-thru. Yeah, but I mean, Chick-fil-A is a different animal. But if you look at the rest of them, primarily all of them are get out of your car, walk in, eat, go sit down, and then leave. Not drive-thru, get your food, go home. All right, now full service restaurants. This one's tougher. Full service restaurants. Applebee's. Applebee's is... Not number one. What about Red Robin? Red Robin. Ooh, that's a good one. Not number one. On the list, though. Oh, Applebee's is not even on the list? Applebee's is on the list. Oh, what about TGI Fridays? On the list. Now known as Fridays. On the list in between Red Robin and Applebee's. <laughs> so we got three of them. We just don't know where they are. Um, is Steak and Shake considered or not? Yeah, not on this list. Longhorn. Longhorn is number three. Oh, wow, Charlie's. Really? No Charlie's. Red Lobster. Red Lobster is Ruby on the list. Ruby Tuesday. On the list. Texas Ruby Roadhouse. Tuesday. Texas Roadhouse is number one. Wow. I love me some Texas Roadhouse. I don't think I've been since the 90s. Never been. Bring it. Mm, I love you. Texas Roadhouse, number one. <laughs> number two, Cracker Barrel. Oh, yeah. See, I'm out. That's a good breakfast. Cracker Barrel ain't for me. Followed by Longhorn. Yeah, but Cracker Barrel is so consistent. I don't, I don't have anything against Cracker Barrel. I'm just there very rarely. And the couple times I've been there, I've been like, man, this is all right. Cracker Barrel, Longhorn, Olive Garden, Outback Steakhouse, Red Lobster, Red Robin, TGI Fridays, Applebee's. Nobody said Chili's. Oh, yeah. I was didn't even about think that. about it. Cracker Barrel is like Groundhog Day. You don't have an think of it's the think of your experience in Cracker Barrel. You can't even tell me when it was because all of them are exactly the same. <laughs> it's you've consistent. Had, you've only had one experience in Cracker Barrel. 
That's all you need. Multiple times. It's just continuing. It's the <laughs> same thing. The same people are sitting. It's almost like you're walking into a movie set. The same people are sitting in the same tables. You eat the same thing. It tastes the same. They say the same things. It looks the same. Same experience. And after Ruby Tuesday, so it's Chili's, Ruby Tuesday, then Denny's. Hmm. Denny's. In other uh, food news, I know uh, chip companies have to put some air into those bags. Like, if you walk amongst the chips in the chip aisle, you see the bags of Lay's. If you walk amongst the chips. Hey, uh, I turned around and you were gone. Where are you? I'm walking amongst the chips. <laughs> and listen, and, and you know, like, when you when you look at the chip bags, you know they got to put some air in there. Else, you know, uh, the chips will be pulverized during shipping. I mean, sure. the air provides the cushioning. But a bag that's half air, does that seem a bit excessive? Where it's half air and half chips. Oh yeah, oh yeah, dude. When you get the the, the bag of popcorn, and you open it up, and you go, "What the hell? Somebody stole popcorn from me. is usually good." As far as there's a particular company that that uh, because popcorn is is its own cushion in itself. Oh right, like you're saying, there shouldn't be any air in it. Oh, yeah. just just like a chip's gonna know. break is what you're a saying. A chip's gonna yeah. break. Yeah. If you, a bag of Lay's is gonna break. Now, I know exactly what he's talking about, and he is not wrong. There is a bag of popcorn where you open it up and you go, "Hell yeah!" What's <laughs> up? Fourth of the bag, yeah. Smart Pop. No, you want to talk about it. Cape Cod, or are you talking about Pelican Bay? Because they or all skinny, are skinny Pop. You do this every time we talk about popcorn. Skinny Pop. Pelican Bay can do whatever they want because it tastes better. Well, a new study looked at 14 different types of chips and other snacks like Cheetos to find out which brand has the best chip-to-air ratio. Ooh. Overall, overall they I'll give you, you can guess, but I'll I'll give you the overall. Overall, they found the average bag of chips is 43% air. So who's got the best ratio? Chip-to-air. Cheez-Its. Cheez Its. Do they Do they consider that a chip? Is that not on the list or something? Are we just talking bags? I think we're, we're, like, we're talking, not talking Pringles. I think we're just talking So no cans. Oh, no Pringles boxes. would be a great ratio then. Pringles. Pringles you count. Okay, then that's Pringles. Top three. Pringles. Oh. No. I'm going I'm gonna go Cheetos and I'll tell you why if I'm right. Cheetos All right, I'll has tell you so Pringles. Much air? Pringles is number two. You Pringles think che- is Pringles is twenty eight percent air. And that was number two? And that was number two. And you think Cheetos is above that? I, I think just Cheetos I think Cheetos the has the least amount of air is what I'm trying Cheetos to say. So am I on the wrong list here? It's in last place. Really? Okay, so, so I'm thinking air. right. I'm Cheetos just flipping Cheetos is it. 59% air. So he's saying Cheetos is almost yeah, empty. He's saying the opposite. Yeah, I'm saying the opposite, yeah. Because my is, thought was they're harder, so they're not going to break as much. Cheetos is 59% air. Oh, what about what about uh, Tostitos? Tostitos, number three, 34% air. Wow. I'm trying to think of things that are jammed uh, in a bag. D- Doritos? Doritos are Probably middle of the middle of the pack, forty eight percent air. What about uh what about like Snyder's pretzels? Oh yeah, pretzel rods. No, don't have those on my list. Then that's gotta be in the Cheetos category, because I think Cheetos would win this. I mean I'm not sorry, not Cheetos, Cheez Its. Cheez Its still come in a box, right? They come Cheez-Its? in bags too. But oh yeah, yeah. This, I'm sorry. I'm always thinking about the smaller bags. Is yeah. this is this a is this a I'm sorry? Is this a um, it, flavored? You, is it a flavored item? Mm, some are, some are not. It's it's a dippable chip. Fritos. Oh, Fritos is number one. Uh, Got it. 
Fritos is 19% air. Wow. Yeah, and think good. about picking up a Fritos bag. It's heavy it's as heavy. hell. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's heavy. You got a lot of chip there. You know, now that I'm thinking I about it. I love Fritos. Now that I'm thinking about it. When's <laughs> the last time, you know how you said Cheez-Its are in a box? You know the ones where you open the box and then there's a bag and yeah, the yeah. bag itself is only half full? Yeah. yeah. You're like, what? That's a bunch of bunk. Bunk, I say. So Fritos, Pringles, Tostitos, then you got Baked Lay's. Baked Lay's, uh, baked lays 39% air. Sun Chips at 41%. Regular Lay's, 41%. Pop Chips at 45%. Then you got Cape Cod, 46% air. Yeah, more like 106% air. <laughs> what about Funyuns? Is Funyuns on no. your list or just not a popular enough? We thing? got uh, Kettle There's... Brand chips at 47% There's air. Air in the Funyuns. <laughs> Doritos at 48%. Terra chips, which I hate. What are those? Are those the ones that are made out of potatoes or something like it's that? The ones or not potatoes, like, sorry, vegetables. Some are like beets and some are like yeah. the root vegetables. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like no, 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 no. Moon, they're in the black can. bag that's yeah. impossible to open. Yeah, it's And then like you open black... it and it splits down the middle. And you got, <laughs> you can is. never eat it look ever up, again. Look up terror. Yeah, when you buy a bag, it should come with a steak knife so you can open the bag. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't believe you don't like those. I'm a fan. Now, if somebody oh. goes, hey, you got chips, they go, yeah, I got terror chips. That's not chips. Yeah, yeah, and then they, they, go, like and then they go, hey, here, hey, look, no, here's the thing. <laughs> easy open, easy open notch, but it's on the side, and you got to open it like, so now it's not a bag open. You rip off a side of the bag. So now, oh, this is impossible to close. They're stale in two days. Toss them. I don't think I've ever had those. I th- I They're think terrible. Like them. Really? Do you like the veggie? A terrorist is short for yeah, terrible. terrible. Right? Do you like the veggie straws? Those are awesome. Amazing. And yeah, the best chip out there I right now? I can only eat a certain amount of veggie straws until I get tired of them. Dude, you got... The same. Riz, you have to try. They have veggie chips, they call them, and they're in Pringles cans. It's the best thing I've ever had. They are phenomenal. Like the veggie straws, I, I can eat a whole bag of, of, of OG Lay's myself. But the veggie straws, there's only a certain amount I could eat. And then, I, I'm, then I'm off them for like three months. I'm telling you, try the veggie crisps or veggie chips Ve- or veggie something. Veggie chips. They're in the Pringles can. Yes, yeah, sour barbecue, cream and onion cheddar, sour cream and onion, sea salt, sea salt and vinegar. They are the jam. After the uh, terror chips, you got uh, Stacy's pita chips with 50% air. Ruffles, also 50%. And then in last place, like we mentioned, Cheetos, 59% air. And again, these are we're talking big bags, right? We're yeah. talking the full-size bags. If it was the smaller bags, for sure, Cheez-Its had to be on there. And for sure, wrap snacks have to be on there because those things change us so hard. The good news is we might be getting more <laughs> chips than we used to. A 2015 study found the average bag was 70% air, which is 27% more than the new study found. Hmm. It wasn't there a lawsuit or something, something? I think there was. And other food news. Food news. Uh, today is Cow Appreciation Day at Chick-fil-A. Uh. And it's their, their their 14th annual Cow Appreciation Day. Anybody who visits Chick uh, who visits a Chick-fil-A today dressed as a cow gets a free entree. So adult customers, if you dress in a cow costume, you get the original chicken sandwich, grilled nuggets, or breakfast favorite, like the uh, Chick-fil-A chicken biscuit. Kids get a free uh, kid's meal for dressing as a cow. And you can do this from opening through 7 o'clock tonight at Chick-fil-A. Uh, I already knew this was going to be a publicity stunt. But last month, remember, people got surprisingly invested 
and IHOP changing their name to IHOB. Yeah. With the B representing their new line of hamburgers. Well, that didn't last. Yesterday, after less than a month, they officially changed their name back to IHOP. So, oh, man, all the, letter, all the letterhead. I so mean, that was fun, changed. I guess. Man. Did they change anything? I doubt it. I don't I think mean, they changed was, a single thing. It was just all, all the social just media the commercials stuff and, and the social. Yeah, they never took anything off of a building or anything. I don't think. And what's tomorrow's date? Seven Eleven. Seven Eleven. Tomorrow free, is free slurpy day. July eleventh. Uh, I was thinking Seven Eleven. It's Friday the thirteenth because then we're off the next day. No. Right? <laughs> Tomorrow's Wednesday. Tomorrow, Wednesday, July eleventh, which is Seven Eleven, also known as free slurpy day. So, in case you want to stand in line for about a half hour to save a dollar thirty nine, um, tomorrow's for you, yay! And this year, Seven Eleven is going even further. I mean, not not that much further, but a little bit further. They're uh, also selling hot dogs for a dollar, giving out free sodas when you buy a Snickers or Cheese Its, and rolling out their new Cap and Crunch uh, Berry Slurpee flavor. Hmm. That's tomorrow for Seven Eleven Day. And now you know. Thanks, man. I'm not a big uh, Slurpee guy. I don't. I don't oh. like uh, Icy's really that much. So, like uh, a frozen Coke frozen is not for you. No. Oh, the blue raspberry or the cola. I was a sucker for cola Slurpees. I'm right now. Mountain Dew Code Red Slurpee. I'll stab somebody in the heart for that. That's not cool. That. That's murder. Uh, I walked into a uh, fast food joint last yesterday afternoon in Eureka because Julie's got like a sore throat and I was out. And she's like, hey, will you stop and give me a frozen Coke? And I walked in and they had um, uh, an item there that I wanted to get. It was like uh, chicken fries, but it was covered in pretzels, like a pretzel cover chicken fry. This is wow. Burger King in Eureka. I walked in. I said, hey, I need a uh, frozen Coke there. But man, I wasn't going to get anything, but I saw those up there. I think I'll give those a try. And the guy behind the counter goes... They're not for me, man, but you <laughs> might like them, man. What? We really sell them these. Yeah. 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 What's a frozen Coke? It's a Slurpee. Oh, okay. So it's just a Coke, Coke, Slurpee? Coke, yeah. Oh. And they sell those at Burger King? Burger King and McDonald's, I yeah, think. Frozen yeah. Coke. Donald's, huh? I don't know if they... Yeah, I don't know. All right, that's your food news. All right, welcome back, folks. Home stretch. It's time for some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by Club Fitness. So on Monday in Des Moines, Iowa, Monday morning, a police car turned on its flashing lights after spotting a reckless driver zigzagging down a residential street. And the driver was not pulling over. Instead, they wind up crashing into a curb and uh, came to a stop after a six-block chase. Well... Quote unquote chase. It's quote unquote chase because the driver turned out to be a nine year old girl whose lone passenger was a seven year old relative. Oh Somebody my so grounded. God. <laughs> so grounded. And I think my son's nine, my daughter's seven. You know what this reminds me of? I just wanted to do hood rat stuff with my friends. Remember that kid? Oh, yeah. yeah. That kid was younger, though, right? Wasn't he seven, eight years was old? That, was that here in St. Louis? No, 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 no. I don't think so. Well, police said they're uh, they're uh, they're not going to refer to the case to juvenile court, and they said the kids are pretty scared and seem to realize what they done was wrong, and thank thankfully nobody was hurt. And a uh, police spokesman said that any punishment that gets administered is probably going to be going on in the home. Hmm. 
In other words, the parents were furious. Yeah, as you said, so grounded. And they will be so grounded. Yeah. Both so grounded. <laughs> uh, that le- that kid was Latarian Milton. Oh, man, did you see the, the update? And uh, he was arrested for joy, or was, was pulled over for joy, joyriding back in 2008 mm-hmm. when he was seven. And he is still in trouble. He just got arrested in 2018. I don't know for what, though. Well, in 2017, he was arrested uh, facing charges stemming from robbery and carjacking. Oh, so things are things are going well. Arrested for a different crime, yeah. Carjacking and armed robbery. Oh, nice. Nice. Wow. So he continued on with his life of crime. And this he, was He is still doing hood rat stuff with his friends. Yeah. And that was when he was seven. He, he uh When he was seven, he stole his grandma's yeah. SUV. Okay, I remember that. Remember and when then, he said he smoked cigarettes? That's right. That was like that was like a viral video instantly. Yeah, c- cigarettes. <laughs> And then uh, now it says here that he he walked up to a driver, told the driver to get out, robbed him of his wallet and his jacket. Then he hopped into the driver's seat and sped away. Damn. Hmm. He must have not been taught a lesson when he was seven. (laughs) Here's some, uh, some good news and bad news. The good news, there's a startup company in Silicon Valley that's about to start testing a solution for, for everyone who hates getting shots at the doctor. The bad news is their solution involves you swallowing the needles instead. Huh? The the company's called this is this is actually pretty terrific. The company's called Ronnie Therapeutics. And they've created a capsule with a tiny needle inside that you swallow and it travels through your system and then it finally cracks open in your intestines and jabs you with the dose of medicine. Are you kidding? Wow. And then you got to pass it. Well, they say the shot doesn't hurt. Because your intestines don't have pain receptors like your skin does. So you're not going to feel a thing. And after you get the shot, the needle breaks down and your body flushes it out. Then I guess the doctor gives you a lollipop. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure. Anyway, the company says their uh, swallowable needles are ready to start clinical testing now. So maybe in a couple of years, that's how we will... Be getting all our injections. Never know. Just uh, swallowing the needle. Now, how stupid is this? Camping is typically regarded as a as a way for, I don't know, if you're budget conscious, budget conscious people to skip the creature comforts in order to save some dough and connect with nature. Am I right, guys? Yeah, man. Camping. Sure. Mm-hmm. But not in New York. On Governor's Island in New York City, which you can get to only by ferry. Uh, dummies are shelling out up to 700 bucks, 700 bucks a night to sleep in actual beds underneath tents so you could see the Manhattan skyline. It's called glamping. I call it paying to be homeless. <laughs> so you could glamp for 700 bucks. I mean, it's wow. kind of cool. 700 bucks? Not seven hundred bucks a night, but I mean it's kind of cool. It's not seven hundred dollars cool, but it's a cool idea. I like, see I, I, like I bet if I said, "Hey, um, we're going to offer you the opportunity to sleep on the field at Bush Stadium for a hundred and fifty bucks a person," people would pay that, and it would yeah. be sold out. Yeah, they used to do that. I don't know if they still do, but they, they used to have really? an overnight on on the field. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh yeah. You oh, bring your cool. bring your uh, sleeping sleeping bags, and they and it was an away game, and you watch the game on the uh-huh. on the big screen. See, and I, people would pay 150 bucks for that. So if you want to go to New York City, this is not for people that live in New York. This is for people that live in Idaho. 
that you saved pay a bunch of money. Bucks? I guess they've sent a, they've Get sold the f- out of here. a bunch of potatoes, <laughs> and now they're going. Let's spend this money on something stupid. And uh, finally, uh, I'm not sure we need another reminder that McDonald's food is just jammed with powerful and mysterious preservatives. But here you go. There's a guy. He lives in uh, Ontario, Canada. His name is Dave Alexander. And a couple of days ago, he put a six-year-old McDonald's cheeseburger and fries up on eBay. And from the pictures, it does not look like they've aged that much from when he bought them. Really? Six That's years old. scary. Especially since he put a homemade burger and fries on the shelf next to them five years ago. And those are covered in mold and look ancient. So why did Dave have the burger sitting around? He says back in 2012, his daughter got him the burger and fries and he didn't want to eat them. So he decided to leave them out as an experiment. But now he's moving, so it's time to sell. Unfortunately for him, eBay shut the, 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 the auction down on a technicality on Friday. And they say the auction violated their food policy which says food must have, quote, a clearly marked expiration or use-by date. I, kn- I mean, I know it's food, but it's not food. Maybe if he put it in some sort of, like, case. Everything's that's why it's a technicality. Huh. Yeah, that's right. Everything is food. <laughs> Hello. And it's shame. Dave's McDonald's meal was up to over 110 bucks. Wow. When eBay pulled it down. Here's Dave talking about it. We purchased it on June 7th, 2012. It has not been refrigerated. Um, it came straight from the restaurant back home here. I took it out of its package. I separated the top bun off of it, put it on a shelf, and it's been sitting on that shelf for the last six years. Amazing. Do you see the picture? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Crazy. This is not the first guy that has done something like this. I remember I saw one that was eight years old that looks like, and he bought a brand new one and put it next to an eight-year-old one and... I mean, you could tell the difference, but it wasn't by much. No. No. It's surprisingly um, decent looking still, especially the fries. The fries are stunningly good looking. The fries look like they were purchased this morning. The burger itself has darkened a little bit. The bun is about as, as hard as a hockey puck, but it looks just like it's brand new. Yeah. Wow. How much to eat it? Oof. That is for sure going to get you sick. I'll tear you up. <laughs> I'll tear you up. And that is your news brought to you by Travers Automotive and RV Group. The Rizzuto Show. Sports. All right, here's Patrico with your sports. Uh, don't screw this up, fatty. Sports brought to you by Gateway Motorsports Park. The 2018 racing season going to be bigger, better, and faster. Yadier Molina, now a nine-time All-Star. 35-year-old was named to the NL All-Star team as a replacement for the catcher for the Giants, Buster Posey, who will miss the game with an injury. On the air, Molina hitting 278, 13 homers, 38 RBI, and just 231 plate appearances after that injury. 13 homers, he leads all catchers in homers. Who's, uh, who's starting? I believe Wilson Contreras of the Cubs. I think that so. ties him with the same amount of all-star appearances 
with Albert Pujols as far as Cardinals. Oh, really? yeah. I think it's him and Red Chaney's I think I saw. Nice. Uh, the Cardinals start a series with the White Sox in Chicago tonight. First pitch scheduled for 7-10. Miles Michaelis gets the start. Roger Federer, Serena Williams among the, uh, the those advancing yesterday at the start of Week 2 at Wimbledon. Other players who won yesterday include Rafael Nadal, Novak Djokovic, and uh, American John Eisner. The LA Lakers made it official yesterday. Uh, they have officially announced that LeBron James is an LA Laker. Oh, now, of LeBron. course, uh, LeBron's agency announced it last week, but now it is official. He has signed the deal four years, $153.3 million. And uh, My- Magic Johnson said, quote, LeBron James is the best player in the world. You think? Oh, well, thanks for that. Uh, that was a hot take from him. Yeah. Yep. Was, don't you think? Sure was. That's a hot take. And finally, former NFL cornerback Brandon Browner was arrested in California yesterday after police say that he broke into his ex-girlfriend's house, harmed her, threatened to kill her, and then stole from her. According to cops, they say that uh, they responded to a report of a man breaking into a house through a locked window. The man took off before uh, police showed up, but eventually was arrested. Police say that he broke into the house, prevented the woman uh, who lives there from leaving, who is his ex-girlfriend, then physically harmed her and made threats to kill her before leaving the house with a $20,000 watch. Is is this a former player, you said? Former, yeah. Police say Browner had been previously arrested for domestic violence and that the victim had a restraining order against him. He last played in the NFL in 2015 as a member of the Saints, and he is currently being held awaiting felony charges. We actually got a hold of a former teammate of his, and uh, here is the audio of the former teammate giving him some advice on what to do next. Stop breaking the law, I'm Patrico. That's your sports, and boom goes the dynamite. The Rizzuto Show. All right, that is it for us. Making way for Donnie Fandango. King Scott, thank you very much for the blog and podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Moon, what do we got? Real or fake, make sure you do your votes. Also, check out the podcast so you can see what the official punishment's going to be. We had a little bit of... Uh, well, I guess you could say arguments. And, no, no, uh, no, no. It wasn't an argument. It was just a debate. Sussed everything. Yeah, it was debated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure you catch that on the podcast. Also, lots of food news. Uh, I hop back to. Uh, I'm sorry. I hob back to. I hop a whole bunch of free food. Um, one uh, Chick Fil A, Seven Eleven, all that kind of stuff. Plus, a study found out which bag of chips are ripping you off the most with that chip to air ratio. Plus, the uh, top fast food and full service restaurants compare uh, their results with yours. And a man, a genius who just happens to be our headline, who's drunk driver running back to his burning car to light a cigarette he no longer has eyebrows should be easy to find 1057thepoint.com slash what a Riz yes yes indeed Uh, Patrico video of the day video theme this week is wow that's terrifying and this is truly terrifying it's the top five viral videos that will terrify you so much it'll keep you up at night check it out for yourself on the blog right now 1057thepoint.com slash you ain't sleeping (laughs) All right, events to tell you about tomorrow Patrico he is at Munganast Motorsports. That is, where is that? South County on South, South Lambert, right by 55. It's the next point blood drive, which goes from 2 to 6. Thursday, Moon is at the QT in O'Fallon, Missouri. It's Friday. Friday. Moon Friday the 13th. Right, Friday. Moon is at the QT in O'Fallon, Missouri with Mountain Dew Ice. That's right. And 100 bucks to, to give away. Uh, Saturday and Sunday, Patrico Custom Sounds on the Rock Road from noon to 2 for their tent sale. Some great savings there. All right, that's it. We leave you with a selection from our Team Res member of the day. Shout out Derek Wilson, who is currently stationed in Honolulu, Hawaii. Hey, dude. And I haven't heard this song in years. It's a good one. Remember these guys?
The Darkness. Oh, oh hell sure. yeah. Sure. The song is I Believe in a Thing Called Love. Donnie next. See you tomorrow. Bye. This is the Rizzuto Show podcast powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry.